Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! Listening to the Rob and Slim Show with Rob. It doesn't feel good on your asshole. Slim. I'm gonna rip your head off and fuck your neck hole. <laughs> and Slamborghini. It's hurting until it's squirting, baby. Yeah, yeah. Internet radio's finest. Truck driving on people and I'm screaming on the walk bomb. All the others walking past on their way, but didn't get to walk far. Smoking on a blunt with Fousey tube and counting all the shot cars. All my homies be like Bakalaka, G.I. Durga, Sherpa Durka. In my whip, I'm backing up on people and I'm wearing my new burka. After this, we blowing up some people on the street of Alcapulco. Hey. Letting out my rage, killing infidels, it's the word of Allah. Hey. When I'm up in paradise, I rape a couple virgin girls with my car. Going 80 miles an hour, driving a pedal van. Rolling through a group of people, I'm just trying to fit in. To a crowd of women. Hey, hey. Now I'm firing a rocket from the bottom of my bands All the riches I'll be getting when I go up to heaven Cause I draw out some men Ay, ay, ay Flying a big plane into a building and I'm screaming all the walk by I'm not good at landing fucking planes but I could hit a fucking tower Swerving through the city and I'm hitting random buttons, sipping vodka. Flying Virgin Airlines to a place where there's some virgins I could fire. I'm up in the hills of Bakalakistan, screaming Alu Akbar. Roll up on you on a camel with a 47 chewing on a tight pad. They shoot you from the back, we are from Iraq, came up from nothing like Oprah. Yo, yo. They like Ahmed, how you blow up 12 car jihads and you only got six cars. Detroit. Strap up my Ankita with a six pack of bombs. When they come down the street, I say go fast. Oh snap, then my kid explodes like a note set. Love me or hate me, I just told the cold facts. Screaming Alu Akbar, healing all the white guys. Healing toward Maka, chilling with this guy car. Eating on a snack bar, filling up my mom's car. Screaming Alu Akbar, screaming Alu Akbar. <laughs> I've been dropping bombs on major cities and I'm screaming all the walk by. Drop them on the suckers and I turn them to spaghetti like it's pasta. Smoking on a blow with Lil Boozy while the city people got got. All my homies back in Egypt selling pitas for a dollar twenty-five. 
off special, bro. Buy eight, get nine eleven free. We knock down two for the price of one. Come down to Habib's Creeps. Half off exploding beebs. Fun for the kids. We have Isis Isis. Thank you, come again. As Saddam Hussein Alekum to you too, bro. In this corner, he's known as the Slamberdini. That's right, he breaks walls at 198 pounds. Give it up for our intern on the Robin Slim Show. This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. You have the right to kiss my dick. What's up? What's going on? That is my favorite song. Where the fuck is Sleepy Lucas? Uh, he's at work. He's working. He's did, doing did he a little bit of overtime. Uh, bedtime story this week. Um, I promise. Oh, you're right. He did. Oh Fucking no. Piece of shit. That's not good. You does don't he, break promises with us, Lucas. Does he know I hate him? I'm coming for you, Sleepy Lucas. He, I don't he's know. Gotta know, right? <laughs> he's gotta, like, feel it. He knows. Fucking. He knows. In his sleep glands. <laughs> If he didn't before, he does now because he's probably oh, like yeah. instead of, he's probably like in the bathroom. I'm just listening, listening on the bus. <laughs> who writes your jokes, Rob? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want, who I want you? Who writes these stories? I was like, I do. You dumb <laughs> prick. Like, fuck you think? Oh my god. does. <laughs> yeah, I do. He just be like smeared shit on a computer. He wouldn't even know how to type it. Just be smeared shit on a computer. I just smear my balls on. Go fucking wipe your ass with this pillow, bro. <laughs> just so when he goes to bed, he just. I just gotta this work smells up. A, good. I just gotta work up a good one first. <laughs> and, oh, and we'll no. just blame it. We'll just blame it on the cat. You know, you gotta have ass sweat, bro. You gotta have some ass. It was kind of warm today. Well, I did so work today, so, so I, all I right. have some good. I can't wait till like August. Like, what do we do? Do we go up to June or July now? Yeah, when hopefully we got a nice. Nice ass crack over then. <laughs> We're in a new Slammys commercial too for the uh, season finale. Oh, sweet. And we gotta get the wax. We gotta get the wax. I had uh, a stupid fucking thing yesterday. Fucking got stabbed in the eye with a fucking, like a corner of a piece of paper. Went right my oh. Fucking stupid as fuck. I was just like straightening paper, like whatever, like this. When you go like that. Okay. And then the fucking thing would bounce right above the table and into my fucking eyeball, the corner of it. And it was like a heavy, like thick, like. Label, you know, like a label sheet, like yeah, so it wasn't like just a piece of paper. Kinda. Yeah, it was like thick where you pulled the label off, oh, okay, so it's yeah. got like extra, to me extra at, heavy shit. You got, yeah, that that happened to me at school one time. Oh, like some kid fuck. was passing papers, sliced like the right, mm. right, right the eyeball. My eye. Yeah, I got oh, the eyeball fuck, too. Like I'm like, ah, oh, it hurts so bad. I hurt like a bitch. But years ago, like I don't know if he was even one yet. Ewan was laying on the floor, my oldest son, and uh, I was just, like, laying on top. Like, I wasn't laying on top of him, but, I, like, I had my arms up, like, and I was just, like, making funny faces and making him laugh, and then he just poked me in the eyeball. And that, <laughs> oh, that was worse. Like, he has a, like, I, I couldn't even open it. I was just holding it. It was tearing up everywhere. <laughs> and, but that's the same thing that happened with him, but it was worse when he did. Like, it was, it just felt every time I blinked, like, somebody was just raking my eye with, like, oh, fucking, man. like comb or some shit or like a fork it was fucking miserable oh and i got it right here with a pine needle when oh I was like working Ugh, i got stabbed in the, the, the one eye with the fucking spoon handle too like i still got that sweet scar dude it feels like, like oh yeah i can kind of see it it's the one yeah the wow. one who's got the dent or whatever yeah, yeah. that was sweet it's Puerto Rican kid battle skills I just palmed him I palmed him right in the fucking mouth and it just <laughs> cut his whole lips up on the inside <laughs> against his teeth it's a fucking real piece of shit <laughs> kid I used to fucking play with in like I don't know first grade or some shit or kindergarten no yeah first first or second grade I don't know I don't know it was back then though 
That's what happens. Was it like on purpose, or are you two like fighting, or? He got pissed at some stupid shit. Some stupid shit, and yeah, came at me with a spoon and stabbed me with a fucking, Holy you know, shit. the pointy handle. <laughs> yeah, fucking fuck, spoon. man. Yeah, so you don't give Puerto Rican kids spoons. No, you never. Just give them knives. They're gonna that's, stab you yeah. anyway. They're gonna stab you anyway. That's right? why I was like, wait, he had a, he had a spoon. Yeah, <laughs> that's not stereotypical. <laughs> no. <laughs> Enough. Enough. You got the stabbing now, but yeah. Right. Not the rest of it. That's what they give their kids, the spoons, and they gotta work their ways up to knives. So yeah, on, yeah. That's so on you get your first knife. <laughs> <laughs> and your third wife. And your third wife. Where the fuck is Sleepy Lucas? Call him. Call him right yeah, now. I can't call. He's working. Why not? Call him and make him read a story like live wherever he <laughs> is, like on speakerphone, so like you can hear the whole crowds reaction. over the intercom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm right, calling him right now. Give him a fucking call. What uh? What have you been up to, Slambo? Oh, not much. I just uh, was working today, so oh. yeah, nothing good. Nothing. nothing, nothing doing, good, doing what? Doing the, the usual doing God's job, work. Or? Yeah, doing God's work. Isn't it winter? I thought you hibernate in the winter. Yeah, for the most part. Ah, I, I do like five hours a week. So. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> it was like oh, once easy, a month. Buddy. Don't once overdo a, once a month, there's just like five there's too many bugs. There's too many bugs in this one yard. <laughs> well, no, no. In the winter time, I do the Lord's work for five. Oh, hours okay. Yeah. What's that it's going like, to Hobo Philly? Hobo Philly healing the healing the healing hobos. the hobos. <laughs> Walking on the Delaware River. Let me touch your cage. I think I got his voicemail. Is that his greeting? I think so. It's a plan. Let me redial him. <laughs> Real quick, I gotta, I gotta get. Let me touch your cage. <laughs> he, wants, is, he wants to touch your. That's kids. a Sleepy Lucas ringtone. <laughs> Anyone wants to download it, uh, email me twenty dollars or whatever. Email me fifty, eighty. Is that a good price? It's worth every. Eighty-five. Every, 85 all right, yeah. all right, eighty-five ninety-nine. Yes. To Robin Slim Show. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> you, you got your eye fucking. You stabbed or sliced? With what, paper? Stabbed. Well, this sliced, dumbest thing. Sliced with paper one time. Oh. And then stabbed with a pine I, needle. I got two. Um, some asshole kid uh, I was just playing with. And we were just playing, like, throwing them back and forth, like, a uh, chunk of, like, sand. And that fucking went in my eye and scrapped Oh, the yeah, up. that's the worst, man. That's fucking rough, too. And, uh... This is the stupidest thing, like an exposed organ, like a dumb <laughs> yeah. exposed organ. You'd think like, it'd be like a bug, where it's like a, you know, like the compound eye, like oh a yeah, shot. No. Ah, yeah. Well, yeah, we have all the, we have garbage. Why don't we get that? Yeah. We, we have like shark teeth, where they have like extra. They always get new teeth. <laughs> Fuck. They're, no, something goes bad, and it's it's all yeah. over. We're just fucked. We're just fucked. Pieces of shit. Stupid, weak creatures. But not as much of a piece of shit as like Sleepy Lucas is. He's the biggest piece of shit. Or that other guy. He's lower on the evolution chain. He's lower on the scrotum pole. <laughs> the scrotum pole. Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, if there was, like, a death pool, he would be the first to go. Like, out of <laughs> us? And then it'd be Slambo. And then you. And then me. Probably but the yeah. cat before you, though, right? Oh, like, yeah, probably. He does count, I think. He's kind he of part of the show. He twitches and shit now. What's going on with him? I just see him, like, twitching. Like, his whole body yeah. just fucking jerking and shit. He's got cat Parkinson's. Got, oh. oh, he goes outside a lot, so I don't know. Oh, that's know probably why he's getting fucking sh fucked up out there. That's what I think, yeah, because there's been a few times he'll come in and he just looks, like, terrified, like he just Ooh. witnessed a murder or something. He probably is. <laughs> he's probably murdering. I was thinking that, too, like, you went and poking me in the eyeball, like, 
And I broke my dad's nose as a baby too. He was holding me. I just smashed him in the fucking head with the back in the nose with the back of my head. I'm thinking there's got to be a baby who's like murdered somebody, like cold blooded, like fucking shot somebody to death. There's got to <laughs> be most likely Japanese. It's got to be like a three month old <laughs> Japanese kid that did that. And nobody's gonna send some baby. He's so fucking cute. Nobody's gonna send that baby to prison. They're gonna blame somebody. <laughs> it's, it's that Puerto Rican baby, but yeah, they gave him oh. a knife instead of a spoon. That's, they messed that's up. That's how they tease. Stabbing his mother. They tease with a fucking steak knife. <laughs> that's how they do it down there. Oh, Jesus Christ. I got the new Rider Reacts. I hope it fucks you up again, Slambo. Oh, no. Ooh, <laughs> that's like a good, like, uh, foreshadowing. This is, uh, I gotta get ready, too. This is gonna be a poll again. Hopefully, it's not a tie like the last fucking eight polls. Like, retards can't figure out how to fucking vote. In an online poll, let's make everything a tie. Yay. Thanks, Twitter. You <laughs> fucking jerk-offs. Ugh. Where's, uh, Rider Reacts? Here we go. Does it start automatically? I don't know. It's a new player. I think I gotta... Now it's time for Writer Reacts to Urban Dictionary. Oh, yeah. It's Wednesday, February 14th. And you know what that means. Happy Valentine's Day. And of course, you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. <coughs> and this is Ryder Doll with your weekly Writer Reacts to UrbanDictionary.com. Since it's Valentine's Day, this is a very special, extra, extra romantic, Fuck sexy yeah. version Ooh, okay. of Writer Reacts. Fuck yeah. Along with my reading, it is. three terms with their definitions and sentences, you'll have to head on over to Twitter follow at Robin Slim Show and vote in our poll. So that means you're going to have to listen very closely and consider all three options when responding to the question, what's your favorite Valentine's Day lovemaking technique? Your first option is the Philadelphia Face Buster. The Philadelphia Face Buster is a sexual move in which the male, while fucking a chick doggy style, nice. pulls back her arms and slams her face onto the floor. <laughs> this move is used to the best effect when done on a hardwood surface or a stairwell, since it often leads to a bloody nose, among other things. It can be combined with a strawberry shortcake. Can you just do that though? Like on the, the, on the mattress though? Like you don't have to do it on the floor. For Philadelphia, face buster is. Yo, I gave this chick the meanest Philadelphia face buster last night. <laughs> oh yeah? Who was it? Just look for the chick with the black and blue face. Your second option is the New Jersey meat hook. That's local. Ooh, that's a good a one. New Jersey meat hook is when a girl gets off the bed after intercourse and the guy puts his index and middle fingers into her vagina and his thumb into her anus nice. and pulls her back but to bed. She says after sex, like why would you do that before? That's okay, before sex. For the like, New Jersey meat hook is 
When I got done with Tito's mom, <laughs> I threw her back onto the bed with a New Jersey meat hook. <laughs> and your third and final option is the Boston Jackhammer. Ooh, a Boston that's Jackhammer hot. That sounds hot. is when a guy stands up and he does anal on a girl, nice. but grabs her feet and goes up and down like a jackhammer. That's really hot. The corresponding sentence for Boston Jackhammer is, he gave me an unexpected Boston jackhammer last night. <laughs> he was going so fast. I loved it. Nice. <laughs> so there you go. Those are your three options when considering what your favorite romantic Valentine's Day lovemaking technique is. What's your slambo? Some of you may be thinking... Like the Philadelphia well, Facebook. Wait a second, Ryder. Like the Boston Jackhammer. Boston. Those the one don't sound all that romantic. I like that one too. Oh, they romantic. Those terms sound a little violent like and the heat of passion. dirty. Oh, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Is it, isn't violent well, and uh, dirty my response romantic? To that is, who the fuck wants to make love anyway? Right. Sleepy Lucas. Isn't it true that we all just want to fuck? I've never told a guy, please be gentle and tender. Make love to me. Fuck no. I want a guy to throw me down and fuck me. God damn. And do some fucked up shit during sex. It's the truth. I always tell guys to be gentle. I can't speak for all girls. I'm just speaking for myself. (laughs) But each of these in their own way, though fucked up, have a little bit of an appeal. (laughs) So let's look at them individually. The Philadelphia Face Buster. Okay, so this one is, you know, you're fucking a girl doggy, and you just pull her arms back, and you push your hand against her head, and you just fucking face plant her into the floor or the wall or the bed, <laughs> whatever it might be. All right. Um, it's really fucking hot. I like this. Yeah. I don't, however, like the extent to what this particular definition says it says it often comes along with a bloody nose yeah you don't need that come on guys we don't need to get all bloody just sexy and rough preferably not having to cover up bruises like i'm a domestic violence (laughs) victim (laughs) it said that this often goes well with a strawberry shortcake in case you don't know what a strawberry shortcake is a little bonus here Um, strawberry shortcake is when a guy comes on a girl's face and then punches her in the nose makes her bleed they they seem like they're remembering someone does that they're real fucked up (laughs) that's some fucked up shit and I don't mean the kind of fucked up that's sexy during sex time no not okay However, if we're talking, you know, you're pulling my hot little ass up in the air, hitting it from behind, and you fucking push me down into the bed or the fucking floor or into the wall or whatever, that's, yeah, I I can get on board with that. I can totes get on board with that. The second option is our New Jersey meat hook. This is perhaps to me the least romantic of the three. That is the dumbest, like, the worst one. Because we've already fucked. Yeah. It says this is post-intercourse. So we've already fucked. Maybe we had a little cuddle time. And look, I'm getting up. I'm getting ready to get out of bed. Maybe I have to be somewhere. 
Maybe I've got to pee. Maybe (laughs) I'm going to go have some dessert or something. Like, you look broad through her shit. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm getting up for a reason. (laughs) And rather than just grab my cute little wrist and pull me back into bed, you're going to just jab your fingers into my pussy and butt? (laughs) That would do it in Jersey. Pull me back in? That's how Slambo does it around times. There's some crazy bitches like that shit. Gentle with me. You don't always have to be a gentleman. Yeah, like all the girls in this town, they expect that shit. What do you expect in Jersey? For my liking. (laughs) And the third one is the Boston Jackhammer. That's the hottest. Yeah, that is the fucking hottest. Boston representing. This one is where you're fucking a girl in her ass. And wins right you there. Grab her by just her feet. The image or her ankles, is amazing. And you just start fucking ramming <laughs> you gotta her. Gotta buy a fucking lens. Ramming her hard and fast like yeah. a jackhammer. And this is hot. <laughs> totally cool. With a little rough anal. However, I should say this is not to be used for hashtag first time anal. <laughs> Okay, if it's your first time anal. Good experience. You gotta go in nice and slow and be gentle. A lot of lube. Take it easy. Take it inch by inch. Nice and slow. What if you only got an inch? But if your girl is an anal pro. (laughs) It's got like a pinky knuckle. (laughs) Or she's super into anal and likes it a lot. Like slip. She can handle this. (laughs) Probably not for a long duration of time. But I don't mind a little jackhammering in the tush. It's kind of hot. And maybe a little bit romantic. (laughs) She comes, it's romantic. I don't know, so I'm torn. I, I personally have eliminated one, but I think the other two are really hot. And I'm curious what your thoughts are. So please celebrate Valentine's Day with your honey by discussing as a couple right this very fucking second which is the more romantic way to make love. We should have called your parents for this. Is it the Philadelphia face palm? Fuck, that would have been so cool. Or (laughs) is it the New Jersey meat hook? Or is it the Boston jackhammer? Head over to Twitter, cast your vote, and follow me at Flirt Rider Doll. Check me out on Night Flirt. And if you are celebrating Valentine's Day, or should I say not celebrating Valentine's Day, because you don't have someone to celebrate with, give me a call on Night Flirt, and I'll take really good care of you. Fuck, that was awesome. What, uh, yeah, that was another thing. I fucking had an idea for, uh, what was it last week? The Witch's Kiss? Okay, yeah. Like I had a different. She said, "What what happens when like it happens to a girl?" And I had it. I, I tried submitting it, and it kept telling me my my because you have to put the sentence in there too. Like it kept telling me my sentence didn't wasn't like it didn't explain yeah. the definition. It did fucking did it did to a T. So I emailed them, and I was like, I, I don't know how it could be any more fucking clearer. Uh, could somebody get back to me? And I got an email like, "Oh yeah, somebody will get back to you." And then like two or three days later. I said another one. I was like, well, I, I fucking don't know how long somebody's... Well, let's see. Let's see. What was that? Oh, that's update. Fuck update. Do I have Gmail open? Mm, yeah. 
Yep, yeah, we've received your message. Your customer service agent will respond to you. And so today I was just like, when the fuck is somebody going to respond? I got a message two or three days ago. So somebody, somebody was going to respond. respond. <laughs> Every two days you're just going to get yeah, a message. I'm just going to keep sending I'm going to be a fucking pain in the dick. Real pain in the dick for these pieces. Can you can you tell us what your uh, your version of the uh, the female wishes? No, because you're gonna fucking steal it, <laughs> or some one of these jack offs listening. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I don't shit. steal anything. <laughs> you stole a label piece idea. <laughs> that guy was there first, I think. Yeah, no, he fucking wasn't. <laughs> Buddy well, of mine tried to submit something called the Jamaican Whirlpool, and it did the same thing that you just. Uh, I tried that late uh, years ago. I actually did submit one. I had the punch in the, the uh, time yeah. clock, which is when you just want, you just you're done with work. You, you don't want to work there anymore, so you just fingered your asshole in front of customers. And they said that didn't make any sense. That was too confusing. Simple. Look at some of the you shit just, they have on there. Yeah, like, exactly. They're so fucking uppity, they fucking jackasses. <laughs> they never retweet. I always fucking at mention them and everything. Every writer reacts and all that. They never retweet once um, or even favorite. What I had uh, uh, fucking, uh, what is it? Uh, Adam and Eve. I had them retweet, favorite, and follow me. Like, Oh, wow. So, again, they're just jerk-offs. I think even on Facebook, too, I've at-mentioned them in the post, and they've, like, untagged themselves from it. Wow. Yeah, they're real. The oh, yeah, the uh, the fucking prestigious Urban Yeah, Dictionary all you do is, way is just too good for this. Yeah. And it's like, just promoting the their shitty site. And there's, there was another thing, too. Like, sometimes I talk to Ryder about what we're going to do, like, and all. And I saw on, on the iPhone they have an app, or I guess all smartphones. So I, I downloaded the app. It's it's worse than just going on the website. It's better going on the stupid website the way it's set up. If like all it does on the app is just show you like the new ones, but it doesn't like I don't know. It's it's shittier than going on the website. I mean, do they consider themselves a business? Like, are they even making any money off of this? Shit? I'm sure they are. Like, there's banner ads and shit. But then too, uh, fuck. Now I forget what I was gonna say, but oh, but yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, half the time I gotta like dig for these. Like me and, and Ryder sometimes looks them up too. We you gotta dig. It's like. The front page always has the, the stupidest ones, or it's mm. like a lot of ones. It's just like somebody's name, like uh, I, I don't know Jessica, and then it'll say <laughs> you know it's somebody's girlfriend because the definition always like the hottest girl in the world, or it's like uh, Brian, the hottest guy in the world. Like it's always dumb shit like that. Like there's tons of that shit, but I can't get one up there. Like right, <laughs> fuck. Like look at the bullshit you got up there. Fuck, <laughs> they're the fucking biggest pieces of shit besides Sleepy Lucas. Besides Sleepy Lucas. Well, he's he's another caliber of yeah. He's his own person, shit. Yeah. He's his own, right? His own his own his own genus, own, own species. Own. He's like a blood fart. Yeah, exactly. He's, so he exactly. He's a blood yeah. fart, not like a, 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 a vaginal blood fart. Not, not That's a different. Queef. Not yeah, a no. Queef. He's, he's just he's a, just a blood just fart. Just an ass fart <laughs> with blood. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna add my term to Urban Dictionary. It's called frizzle. It's when you get fucked by the drizz. Yeah. <laughs> Drizzing. It's just gonna be <laughs> weeping in your room, jerking off and weeping in your room alone. Yeah. Just saying, help me. Yo, what help the me. fuck, man? How do you know I do that shit? Sleepy Lucas broadcasted every every night on Twitch. <laughs> Maybe he's not here because you fucking kicked his ass in that rap battle, yeah. and everybody knew it. <laughs> right. Yeah, once the Drez beats you in a rap battle, you can't even fucking look in his direction. You can't come yeah. back. You can't look at his direction or his direction. Yeah. Well, you can always look at the Drez's direction. It's okay. yeah. <laughs> just not in his direction. <laughs> All right, motherfuckers. Should be break time. Hey, guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you. 
who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on riderdoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Roadkills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting for you. Enjoy the ride. What's going on? What is up? Gotta post a picture to go with the Twitter poll. I post the Twitter poll. Did you vote? Don't no, vote I didn't. Ugh. What the fuck? We're doing uh, Drew Sings and then uh, Too Many Rapes. All right, sounds good to me. Somebody already voted 100%. It's got, well, I guess, a vote. Yeah, one vote for the Philadelphia Face Buster. Okay. I'm, yeah, one, 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 one and three, I think, are like it. the best. Yeah. Where, like two is just like eh, it's. What's know. so shitty too on Twitter? You can't post a pay if you're posting a poll. You can't put a picture into the post. Like it's fucking so retarded. Oh. So you gotta post that separately. Oh, that's retarded. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so so stupid. Goes along with the. So like, is the picture like a reply to the tweet or to the I poll? Got, no, I have a picture that explains each definition. Oh, okay. Alright. Urban Dictionary. I always fucking tag these cunts in it. Of course, they ain't gonna retweet or favorite it. Twitter poll. Hashtag Twitter poll. 
Been hashtagging anything, Slambo? Hash, hash nagging. Ha- he didn't say that. Ha- hash, hashtagging. Yes. <laughs> do you hashtag things? Yeah, every everywhere. <laughs> what? Hash, what do you mean? Hash, what? How do you? What do you hashtag? I hashtag my dick. I like, how do you do that? Like you just, we should. You should get you like a prison tattoo <laughs> of a hashtag on your dick tip. <laughs> oh man! That Has, hashtag dick. That's what you tell the girls. Like, what's that? That thing on it? It's a hashtag. It says hashtag penis. It's a hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. Hog tag. That's what it's called. That is a hog tag. Yeah. Fuck yeah, hog tie you too. We should hog tie you. That should be another stunt. We need some stunts this season. We haven't done no more stunts. I need a, uh, I need an apple though. We should, or we should hog tie Sleepy Lucas and just, and then you spank him. That would be part of it. You, <laughs> you pull his pants down while he's hog tied. That's his favorite thing to do. Spare time bottom of spanking. Did you guys keep the spoon? I mean, uh, I have another one. We have before. two now. Oh. You, you can use you your hand. double spoon him. You can use your hand like God intended. Well, I could do like a drum. Yeah, we can't, we can't repeat. Yeah, you gotta do a drum solo do a drum on his solo. ass. <laughs> on his ass cheeks while he's hog tied on the couch. Yeah, that'll be amazing. When it comes to tonight you just do it you just do that do we have duct tape or rope i have rope yeah okay yeah. get that it's really tiny though it's only like maybe about an inch long it's like his dick <laughs> why do you want to have inch long rope stupid <laughs> uh. back uh, when i was practicing magic tricks you know you uh, needed like uh an inch long did you cut it off of like a, a longer piece yeah i don't know where the Where's longer the long piece? piece is though Where's the fuck? do you have bungee cords do you have anything what do you do in the apocalypse yeah, you're right. Fuck, I never thought of that. I'm just screwed the in the apocalypse. Is a I have water. raid. I figured raid would would work. No. No, you don't think so? You're dead. <laughs> no, if it's like giant, if it's a giant bug apocalypse. It might, <laughs> right? Might oh, so I'm ready for the no, apocalypse. Yeah, that won't kill it though. That'll just like slow it. <laughs> slow it <laughs> Maybe it'll piss it off. <laughs> it'll like mentally retard it for a moment. Like, and it's not even long enough for you to get away. It's just like long enough for you to shit yourself and and be mauled to death. I love the thought of giant bug apocalypse, where it's just one giant bug terrorizing the entire world. Why is it one? World. I think it was like an army. No, yeah, it's or, better if it's just one. No, it's, not. it's the giant bug apocalypse. Well, there's a giant one, and it just shits out like little, little ones, like smaller right. ones like, that just like that, kill that Cloverfield exactly, monster, right? Yeah. yeah. Where's uh? Just, what are we doing? Uh, Drissings. Yeah. Where's the uh the group? I gotta get that and copy that. I think Slambo's got a part in it. You got it up, Slambo? Hold up, I, I got you it. You can't get it up, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were, like, going to react to that. I thought you were going to comment on getting it up, bro. It's, 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 no, I think he was trying to get it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's always up. That's the sound he makes when he fucking <laughs> first puts his can, hand on his dick. Yeah. That's the sound I make when it gets when it starts growing. When it starts, like, yeah, it when it starts throbbing yeah. and just tapping the inside he, of your pants. He has yeah. the ability to summon a boner whenever he wants. Yeah. He's just going to make that noise. He just goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more like a, mm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's a little manlier. It's kind of a grunt right there. <laughs> nice. I like it. I think everyone's got a verse in this, except for Sleepy. Creepy. He's, I'm on the bus. I can't sing on the bus, guys. You gotta leave me out of this one. I'm not feeling it this week. He's like, I, I gracefully gave him last week off. I don't know what he fucking needs this week off for. Jesus. Fuck. All right. Everybody got it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Where's that player? My new player, play on, player. I gotta get my playlist. Are you a player, Slambo? Oh yeah. Fuck yeah, just things the hits. I think I'll hit play. I'm learning. 
Learn how to be a player. And now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. For psychology 101, uh, dysfunctional. Uh, yeah, you don't, you don't bring me nothing stupid. If you don't want me to lose it, step back. If you don't want me to attack, I'm a beast. Better give me the deuces. I have no tolerance for nonsense. Get away from me. Nina wanna get dollars. Don't holla. Don't wanna holla, but you're making me. I'm a little dysfunctional, and you're the problem. Please don't awaken me. And I, I'm that way because back in the day, most have forsaken me. La dee da dee. I'm at the party on a drunk night with a punk mite. Dude's trying to pick a fight because he's sorry that he ain't gotty like me. Like I be because he sloppy, not me. Costly, Roxby, spot free. But he don't know I'm roguish. Surrounded by my soldiers. And, and they'd be locked and loaded with it when exploded. You can't hold us. And we don't got no scruples. We didn't come to fight and shoot you. But you busters better be mutual. Don't get loose because we cuckoo. Listen, they call me a genius. I run the show. Women, they are my penis. It's wonderful. Demons think they the meanest. But I brung the phone on the floor. Little bit sick. Don't you know? I'm a little dysfunctional, don't you know? If you push me, it might be bad. Get a little emotional, don't you know? If you fool around and make me mad, I'm a little dysfunctional, don't you know? If you push me, it might be bad. Get a little emotional, don't you know? Might fool around and make me mad. Don't make me mad. Bone to hustle. I'm a product of environment. The game don't change, so I've been forced into retirement. But I make moves, and I pay my dues, and I got common sense. Since I can't lose, I can't choose, then I'll come back to spit. I got it songs, but I've been gone so long that I don't fit. Kneeled at the throne, but can't get it on. I need me a little lick. I write these songs, but I not belong on some other shit. I'm hunting heads, desperate need. I hope it's coming quick. I wrap my brain, find a lane that's gonna bring me some change. But it's so strange, my life has changed and I am not the same. I come around, but since I'm down, feels uncomfortable. Hide it deep inside it and I'm dysfunctional. Never heard to hold it. I get emotional. First implode, then explode. Yeah, combustible. So please don't push me. Play me pussy on some real shit. Won't be defeated. I'm heated, nigga. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm a little dysfunctional, don't you know? If you push me, might be bad. Little emotional, don't you know? If you fool around, 
make me mad. I'm a little dysfunctional, don't you know? If you push me, you might be bad. Little emotional, don't you know? Might fool around, make me mad. Don't make me fucking mad. I ain't, I ain't no killer, but don't push me. Goody, goody, chore boy, choir. never choir. Goody, goody, choir boy, never been no pussy. Could be carrying something up under my hoodie. Driz would never snap and kill a baller, you all, or would he? Now I wanna be peaceful, but I carry desert eagles wherever black people are. You know how black people are? I peep them out. Try to stay evened out. Wanna preach to them? But their evil keep on seeping out. Emotions get the best of me, messed up. And then you all get the rest of me, depressed and stressed. Feel like my destiny. I know you all think less of me, cause I'm always sick and I can't let it be. Pharmaceutical soup, but the be, be the best recipe. And I can't let it be pharmaceuticals to be the best recipe. It's gonna be the death of me. I need the peccati? Depico. <laughs> Just to cope. While I keep throwing dumb pills down my throat. Diz Driz functional blunt will do smoking bomb day. Can give me feng shui, but I wish that it all would go away. Or maybe I should pray for Jesus Christ to just unpretzel me. Trying to pray for change, but sometimes it feel like he lets it be. So I just take another couple doses. Probably be fine, but if you get too close, you'll find out that I... I'm a little Driz functional, don't you know? If you push me, it might be bad. Get a little emotional, don't you know? If you fool around and make me mad, I'm a little Driz functional, don't you know? If you push me, it might be bad. Get a little emotional, don't you know? Might fool around and make me mad. Don't make me mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man I was getting so into it that I lost track of the fucking water while I was pouring <laughs> oh god damn that was good that was really good <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> where's uh too many oh, three fucking voices again Jesus fuck hard to find good help Hard to find motherfucking good help. That's all I fucking know. Bedtime. Where's uh, TMR? What do I have to save that? Too many rapes. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. This is a good one. This is a good one. <laughs> Ryder said she doesn't use the R word, but she's going to call people slims from now on. <laughs> He's Driz Funk. <laughs> That's why. That's why. He's dysfunctional. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. How's this start? Oh, I got to gotta rewind my script. All right. And then when you're ready, I guess uh, I got the first line there. Yeah. I guess raise my volume again. Like, because it was fine on the uh, sound effects. I don't know why that music kept getting fucking nutty. 
Let's see. Let me just just dry run with the laugh track. <laughs> it seems like it gets louder as it yeah. goes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. How the fuck do I? Jesus Christ. This thing is. Of course, it's gonna be some retarded thing with one of these new ones. All right. I guess. Uh, yeah. We can start. All right. God damn it, Warden. Your stupid nephew, Shawnee, raped me last night. What's wrong, Brian? I, I thought you loved getting raped. <laughs> well, yeah. But that kid's all cock. Look at my asshole. It won't fucking close. Brian pulled down his pants and bent over. His asshole was so wide it looked like a moving truck could fit inside of it. One year ago, a crackhead named Brian Rioni was rightfully sentenced to prison for driving while shooting up getting in a car accident, and raping all the first responders. Today, he's in too many rapes penitentiary. If you need to fuck somebody and don't want to pay for it, look up his personal ad on Craigslist. It's too many rapes. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Brian, sweetie, his cock must be huge. I don't even think you could feel me anymore. Here's here's my rubber fist. You could keep it up there until you get better. Go see Dr. Rapestein, and I'll go talk to Shawnee. Okay. Ugh, Brian, what is it that brings you in here today? Look at this, doctor. Brian took his pants off, bent over, and yanked the warden's rubber fist out of his asshole. Ugh, I've never seen anything so nasty since I've worked in Auschwitz, you sick little fucker. Why don't you do that to your hiney? <laughs> I didn't, Doctor. It happened when the stupid warden's nephew, Shawnee, raped me. Oh, he must have been one hell of a shalong, Brian. I'd like to see that man root for myself. <laughs> Easy, you sick German pedo. Anything you can do to fix my asshole, I won't be able to feel anyone rape me if it stays like this. Yeah, Brian, this is very serious matter. Here's some special cream on some shrinking pills for you. Also, you should ice it every few hours. Go back to your cell and get some rest. You're the best, Doctor. Meanwhile, the warden had Shawnee brought to his office by the guards so he could give him a stern talking to. What is it, stupid Uncle Warden? You're not my parents, I don't have to listen to you. But Shawnee, I love you, and Brian said you raped him last night. I looked at his butthole and it's all fucked up. Why do you have to be the one with the big dick in the family? 
Mine looks like a shriveled, bent uh, pinky knuckle. You're a creep, Uncle Ward, and I'm gonna rape you. <laughs> After Shawnee finished raping his Uncle Warden, he goes back to his cell and finds Brian slathering ice cubes and hemorrhoid cream and pushing him up his asshole. A brown stained rubber fist is laying next to him. Oh, hi, Shawnee. Good to see you, little buddy. Oh, cut the, cut the shit, you stupid rape victim. You went and cried to my creepy Uncle Warden, and I had to talk to a slurpy ass because of that. Well, yeah, Shawnee. You ruined my butthole. And with that, Shawnee grabbed his rubber fist, punched Brian with it until he was unconscious, and raped him with his gigantic cock and the fist all night. That's too many rapes. And so the next time on Too Many Rapes. Uh, Shawnee, I've heard about all the charity work you've been doing at the prison, and I'd like to give you the key to the city. Also, the creepy Nazi doctor wants to offer you an internship in the prison infirmary. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. This is an honor. I've always wanted to rape an old German man. Uh, you're a good kid, Shawnee. That's too many rapes. Fuck yeah. You gotta edit that shit up. Did he just fucking let himself I in? I think so. How the fuck? No, there's no way he could've. There's gotta be... I don't know. Somebody. All yeah, right. there's no way. Alright, we're gonna break. We'll be back. Alright. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you, who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night, or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. 
So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Roadkills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Roadkills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting for you. Enjoy the ride. Uh, what? Uh, ah. Um, All right. Yeah. We got Jesus News. <laughs> yeah, it's Jesus News time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to Spotify for the other breaks. Spotify. All right. Fuck is it? There it is. I guess uh, 84. That's the top one. Oh, that's the top one. Okay. Um. Let's see what else. Um, I guess woman and what's that last one? Barnes, yeah, okay. Barnes. So All right, for woman and Barnes. I'm trying to open Spotify. I don't think it'll. Does it start playing on its own? Let's see. Drizzle teasers are the best. Hmm. <laughs> Ah, cha 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 cha. Oh, she's adorable. Dwarves? Yeah. You might have to lower the volume on it. Joni. I'm still waiting for uh, Spotify to like start up. I, I I just don't know if it starts on its own or. Fuck. Should have did that before, but I didn't. So you're gonna have to fucking wait. <clears throat> gonna have to wait, fuckers. All right, it should be loading up any fucking day now. Spotify. Slow piece of shit. God damn it. I know once I start it, it'll just start playing some fucking music on its own or some shit. It's just completely black. Alright. Okay, now it's starting. Alright. Um, uh, there we go. Okay, I guess it's not playing. Alright, cool. I have the music. Let's see. Uh, drizzle, drizzle bees music. Hurry! <laughs> <laughs> Could have had it ready. <laughs> Eighty-four-year-old woman arrested for allegedly shooting at noisy kids. Noise a bugger. That's a noise ordinance or something like that. An elderly California woman was arrested Friday, Friday, Friday night after she allegedly shot a gun toward a neighbor. And neighbor's children because they were being noisy! Have you ever drizzled on a kid for being noisy, Chris? 
Nah, but I shot a few kids because they were noisy. I don't drizzle on kids. The family was in the front no. yard of their property when Sanders and her husband approached the fence, separating the two yards. The children's mother, Angela Rollins, told deputies with the Sasha County Sheriff's Office. Sanders allegedly complained about the children being too loud, which uh, escalated into an argument. The woman then shot a handgun toward the family, who were roughly 20 feet away. 20 feet, that's not too far. Can you drizzle 20 feet, Tris? Yeah, I can drizzle about eight feet. No one was injured in the incident. Sanders was arrested on suspicion of assault with a firearm and child endangerment, endangerment bunga, and transported to the Shasta County Jail. Record search site reported a bail was set at 50,000, 50,000 for the win. Yeah, why the fuck was your eight-year-old riding a motorcycle? Have you made 50000 in a quarter over at Drizzly's? Yeah, yeah. There was like this one time that I did. Why don't you bail that old bitch out? Maybe you'll get some legs. Maybe you'll get some pussy. Yeah, she'd be fucking great as uh, one of my Drizzle skaters. Yeah. I put them on like roller ba- blades and they <laughs> skate around. Yeah. You know what's better than fucking an old woman? Now. Nah. Fucking an old man. Yeah. Yeah, you! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you gotta start it over. Start oh yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm not, I'm not a drizzle composer. Um, who was riding motorcycles? The kids, the eight, ages know. eight to ten, as they were riding on their motorcycles. <laughs> they had like a side court for the kids or something. Damn kids on their motorcycles. All right, ready? Yeah. Oh, right, I gotta start it. Sounded cool backwards. <laughs> No, it didn't! Woman sentenced to life and daughter's crucifix death! Crucifix bugger! Yeah, you gotta crucify that bitch, yeah! The power of Christ compels you! Oklahoma City! All the good shit happens there! An Oklahoma style woman has been sentenced to life in prison, life of bugger, without parole, for killing her adult daughter by forcing her on a crucifix and a medallion down her throat because she believed the woman was possessed by the devil! Diablo for the win! Yo, at least she got rid of that demon! Have you ever exercised an adult, Yo, I always exercise adults with, like, chocolate syrup and shit. I drizzle that things down their throat, and it gets rid of the demons. Court record. Court record show 51 years young. Juanita Gomez was sentenced Monday, Monday, Monday for the 2016 death of Geneva Gomez. Does that like the Geneva Convention, Driz? Yeah. The judge followed a sentence recommendation by jurors who convicted her in January of first degree murder. First degree for the win. Yo, that's better than third degree murder. Is that better than third degree burns? Yeah. Third degree drizzles. Attorneys for Juanita Gomez plan an appeal. She didn't do it, they said. She didn't nail that bitch to a cross and jam a fucking crucifix down her throat. That was the other Juanita Gomez. <laughs> Police found 33-year-old Geneva Gomez lying inside her mother's Oklahoma City home with her arms spread out as if she was crucified. Large crucifix have been placed on her fucking chest. Have you ever drizzled on the bitch's chest, Driz? Yeah, especially when they got a crucifix on it. Court documents show that Juanita Gomez told police she was forced a crucifix down her daughter's throat and watched her die. Watch her die for the win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the crucifix. Oh, do rat. I know Slam, but we know that guy, right? That looks like somebody we Hey, he looks like the cart guy. <laughs> looks like somebody we used to work with. Oh my god. <laughs> he yeah. does, right? And like McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. he looks like a, a McDonald's right. assistant manager. And Slam and I. Job stories. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Constable Mass, police say they've nabbed the Obit Bandits. The Obit Bandit, what is the Orbit Associate? Constable Police on Friday arrested a man they dubbed as the Obit Bandit for breaking into people's homes while they attended wakes of funeral services for loved ones. Police said Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. What else are you gonna do when they're at a funeral, right, Tris? Yo, there's nothing else you can do. This guy's kind of a genius. Randy J. Brunel, 35 of Plymouth, was arrested after he allegedly broke into a home. And a neighborhood Barnstable and was found with several items of stolen jewelry in his buttocks, his pockets. Barnstable police said on a post and its Facebook page, Facebook for the win, they post all the good shit on Facebook. The homeowner was attending her mother's wake at the time of the ice. Dead mom for the win. Yeah. It's time to cash in, right there, Driz? Yeah. yeah. Brunel was facing several charges, including felony, breaking and entering. Police said in the post he was charged with two robberies. At Austinville Homes in late 2017, it occurred when when the widowed widowed owners widows. You ever just on a widow? Yeah, I just done like one of those black widows before, and it like jumped at me. It was fucking scary. I've been big in the dickhole. Well, when widows in the dickhole, bro. Where did you Yo, get shut the fuck up. Wavy, whatever your name is. <laughs> Grizzlebees 2, starring Wavy, <laughs> which occurred to the widows, owners were attending funerals for their late husbands. He's also suspected of breaking into numerous homes here in Plymouth and Mashpee. You have a Mashpee in somebody's anus, Chris? Yeah, like once. Yeah, how'd that go? Yeah, it went pretty fucking good. They had a lot of mashed peas in their anus, and I mean, like, come on, like, what's better than that? You like a lot of mashed penis, Chris? Yeah. Mashed penis for the win! Yo, I mash peanuts all night long. <laughs> oh, I gotta stop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, <I'm> not a... <laughs> we got celebrity news. Yeah. <laughs> Slim penis. <laughs> mash penis. All right, that was let's see. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld sued. I guess Nicole, Jerry. And Marlon. I've been watching that uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. I yeah. actually enjoy it. Yeah, it's pretty good. I wonder good what the fuck you. he did. Yeah, on the old Netflix. Good for me. Good for you. Good for everybody. Um, Jerry. Ah, cha 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 cha. What was the last one? Marlon. Marlon. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Slam. Sony News. Here we go. Let's just start. I got the click. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip News. Oh, yeah. What's going on, all my favorite fans out there? I got some celebrity news for you this week. Nicole Eckert, Scott's harassing me with calls. He calls BS. Ooh. He knows what's up. Nicole Eckert says Scott Bayo is Eggert. Eggert says Scott Bayo is blowing up her phone on the heels of her going to cops with sexual abuse allegations against him. You can't go to cops like fifty years later though, can you? Isn't there like a statute of limitations? Yeah. I yeah, I think that's why so. a lot of the whole like I know uh, she went on like Dr. Drew or whatever. Doctor who? Doctor Dr. Dre? Dre? Doctor Dre? <laughs> Doctor Phil. Yeah, yeah Dr. she was Phil. on my she show, Doctor Driz. All right, so Dr. Driz, but you aired the show, and now she's just going to the cops about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's harder not to. They don't listen to me. <laughs> so 
Scott Bayo, what is he doing? He's blowing up her phone. All right, what else is he going to do? She shouldn't be doing this shit. He flatly denies it, though, and now she's rolling with security. So she didn't have security before? Wait, how's that going to stop her from getting phone calls? It's going to stop her from getting Scott Bayo raped. (laughs) Okay. We got Nicole Sunday at the LA uh, Farmer's Market. where She was doing a lot with herself. Going to the farmer's market. Flanked by some huge dude. <laughs> was it Scott's people? <laughs> she was flanked by some huge dudes who she says she hired to help protect her from her femme. Oh, her, her and her femme from Scott. Sweet. Especially since she claims he's been harassing her on the phone as of late. Sweet. Uh, Nicole claims Scott's been hounding her and telling her to stop the public shaming and just talk to the cops, which she did last week when she met with the LAPD detectives and filed a police report. Scott's rep tells TMZ he has not called Nicole, not even once. Well, they can find phone records to prove this. Yeah, it doesn't matter what he says. You're absolutely right. I mean, I'm saying either way, either way, her or him. Somebody's yeah. wrong. Somebody's yeah. wrong. Yeah. Somebody's long and strong and will do you wrong, right, Slambo? It's damn straight. Yeah. That's what they say about that. That's what Scott Scott Yeah. And Nicole also told me that she'd like to see uh, uh, Bayo in jail. Oh. All right. Moving on. Scott (laughs) Beowulf. All right, what happened to Jerry? (laughs) (laughs) Jerry Seinfeld sued. I helped you put comedians in cars. Time to pay up, Jerry. Who did? I don't know. Chauffeur? Um... Jerry's attorney, Oren Snyder, said in a statement, this lawsuit is delusional. Jerry, well, like... This is an update. Yeah, okay. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld's hit show about comedians, coffee, and cars wasn't his idea at all, according to the producer who's now suing. Well, maybe it wasn't, but maybe that guy could have did what Jerry did with it. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Uh, what is that, Christina or Christian? Christian? Christian Christian Charles says he pitched a show idea to Jerry in 2002 and claims it's the basis uh, for comedians and cars getting coffee. In his lawsuit, Charles says Jerry turned him down initially, saying he wasn't interested in ju- doing the show. Yeah, because he was going to steal it. Yeah. The fuck would Well, that's why you don't just, like, randomly that's pitch that. That's why I didn't tell my fucking uh, Urban Dictionary idea. Yeah. Jerry yeah. Seinfeld was going to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> Charles claims Seinfeld called him back in 2011 and asked him about the original concept. Oh, it's amazing that it's he, great. like, forgot Tell about it. about your concept. <laughs> and huh? called him back. Who are these comedians? Nine years later. What make and model of car should I have? And they went on to shoot a pilot with Jerry in the driver's seat. According okay. to the docs obtained by TMZ, Jerry and his team were totally into it. Until and he came, wanted to steal it. Came up with production budgets and marketing plans. Now Ooh, the plot, plot twist, twist, according to the suit, Seinfeld got pissed Charles was claiming ownership uh, interest in the show and wanted to be paid like it. Because he, he created it? Like maybe I guess so, why? yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Charles says Jerry dished him he and went wanted, on to produce the show He just wanted him. what was due to him. He came up with the idea, he pitched it, and Jerry wanted it. Like, what's... Yeah, basically. So, I, yeah, so that's exactly what happened. This really guy don't think he helped him come up with the show and then he was like, Jerry, I'm gonna get some money for this, right? And he goes, fuck no. <laughs> no, I'm owning it now. <laughs> he claims Jerry 
Jerry's earning uh, 750k per episode. Wow, they're like fucking five minute episodes. Is that all there? Like ten wow. minutes. Of, they're short. Yeah, no they're idea. not long I at they all. Were like half hour, hour maybe. Like, no, and I, like I like them. They're all right, but yeah. I put them as like background noise. Yeah. Like I wouldn't actually sit and watch them because it's literally just like he gets a car, talks about the car, picks oh, up somebody. Oh, I thought somebody. it was like the celebrity's car. I thought like no, I think it's, it's it, no, like, it's Jerry. It's one of Jerry's cars, and then he oh. goes and picks the celebrity up in that car, brings him to a coffee shop, and then they just talk wow. for like five minutes. And that's great. So, yeah, it's 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 not that awesome. It's it's like, the cars. That's what it is. A stolen fucking project. <laughs> It, all, right. all he all right. wants is created by credit and financial compensation. Oh, all right. Uh, we'll do Marlon. Marlo. Marlon, what is it? It's like a retarded <laughs> bastardization of both of them. Marlon Brando's son. Marlon Brando's son, dead. <laughs> Richard Pryor. I guess the same. Marlon Brando fucked Richard Pryor in the ass? Is that what they're saying? Marlon Brando's son says his dad did not bang Richard Pryor. Who's, a, who's accusations of these? Who's accusing? His Richard Pryor's widow insists he did. Oh, it's just talking shit. She's talking shit. Well, maybe she was there. She was lighting his fucking crack stem. And yeah, shit maybe she was like guiding the she dick. She probably saw shit you didn't, Marlon Brando's kid. They're not going to show a kid. Kid's dad fucking another guy in the ass, Marlon Brando's kid. Mike Brando. Who you think you are with that stupid nose and goatee <laughs> and that round fucking face? Is it Mike or is that an O at the end? Is it Miko? Mike? Miko? 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 What did Miko do? Miko Brando tells TMZ the Marlon Brando family has heard the recent comments by Quincy Jones, and we are disappointed that anyone would make such a wrongful comment about either Marlon Brando or Richard Pryor. It's wrongful and strongful <laughs> too long ago, right, Sambo? That's in sharp yeah. con a conflict with what. Richard's widow Jennifer Pryor Sharp told us with last Pryor's week. asshole with his dick. Like the Brando Pryor hookup did go down, ah, and Rich was fine with Rich it. Rich was down with it. They were all down he with told, it. He told his were. wife about it. He was, he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah he was just taking pictures." <laughs> You'll recall uh, Jennifer said Richard wasn't upset at all. Well, I hope. But oh, by Quincy's uh, comments, adding the comedian was uh, always very open about his uh, bisexuality. Apparently, having documented his experiences and diaries, he kept. <laughs> he so he wrote it. Yeah, so he, he wrote that himself. I got fucked in the ass and by his Brando. And like, no, <laughs> no. Is he wearing cataract glasses? <laughs> oh, fuck him. Fuck him in a stupid beard. I want to hear uh, no. Marlon Brando's son Miko. Let me Jeez. hear. I want to know what he's. I want to hear the like ad because you know there's an ad. Yeah, there's always an ad. Who's telling the truth? The news lying. I think it would be the sun lying. Oh, we got a you got a quiz. <laughs> All right, come on. I, I've got to ask you here about the uh, the accusations, um, the last tango in Paris, your father, the rape scene. All right, can I just get a get a get a reaction from you? The I mean. As far as the, the accusations go, Hollywood is coming out, a lot of big names, scene. Jessica Chastain, Chris Evans, Anna Kendrick, saying that your father should be in jail, that Bertolucci should be in jail oh, yeah, great for, uh, for not so, really consenting yeah. with Schneider about, about the scene. That's not my father. He, he wasn't that man at all. 
at all. He was for human rights, civil rights. He raped a black guy for human rights. Martin Luther King. He was for the people, not against the people. Oh my God! This sounds like a Trump rally. (laughs) What do you What do you have to say to the people who who are now, you know, forty years later, more than forty years later, accusing your father of these? I thought it was consensual, though. Prior, yeah. Prior opened his asshole. Stories don't work. Don't play out. True. It's not true. That's not the, that's not the human being. That's not the human being he is. But the director, Bertolucci, actually, in an interview, said that he, yeah, he's dead. He, he uh, feels guilty corpse. about yeah. his decision, but doesn't regret his decision. Any any comments for him? He's in his 80s in Italy, I think. Dude, oh, fuck this guy. He speaks for himself. Yeah. Is Brando dead? All right. Yeah, he's yeah, dead. And, uh, what, what would yeah, he's fermenting in a coffin somewhere. Yeah. They both totally are. So, so you don't believe the accusations? No, not at all. Not at all. But why do you think now? Oh, my God, I would tell this guy to fuck off. Maybe he needs the money. The director needs the money. Maybe he needs a job. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But there's a motive to it. I don't know what the rape thing though. The story had nothing about rape. I don't know. <laughs> it's break time. I guess somebody was claiming that Marlon Brando raped Richard Pryor, but if the Richard Pryor's rape was just like... And put Richard Pryor in the credits. I'm suing. The... <laughs> too many Richard Pryor rape. Too many Jerry <laughs> too Seinfelds. Many with Marlon Brando's dick. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's see. And now they're both fermenting in a coffin. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. Again, that's 800-218-4909. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. This is Chris Tucker, motherfucker, and you're listening to the Rob and Slim Show. They ain't got no black friends whatsoever, man. Ain't got no black friends. And they always hide in the wallets when I come over, bitches. What's that, Slamba? It's like, hey, hey, and, <laughs> hey, and, 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 and,
What uh, we got Paul Ollinger calling in a few minutes. The guy's fucking great. Guy's great. Got a fucking packed house tonight. Got Ryder at eight. Got uh, S. Anthony, S. Anthony Thomas at seven thirty. John cool. Cuellar at eight thirty, and Ginny. She's gonna call today. Last week she had a, I think a gig that she got out of like just too late. She had told me like it was a heads up, like she might have not been able to call last week. So, what's the cat doing? See the executive. He's the executive producer now. <laughs> executive producer Samuel. Powder. He's fighting you for a seat, bro. He don't give a fuck. Let him fuck you up, bro. Let him fuck your arm up. Oh, there it is. Nice. He bites like a bitch. Robin Slim Show. Hey, it's Paul Ollinger. Paul Ollinger, how you doing? Good, man. How are y'all? Good, good. Former Facebook executive turned comedian, right? This is somewhat true, yes. <laughs> and author. And, yeah, most importantly, most importantly. Are we live? Are we on the air? Are yeah, we, we're are we streaming. We're live right now. All right, cool. Hello, everyone. <clears throat> Well, you did. You did comedy. You did comedy before you worked for Facebook, and then got back into it. Correct? Yeah, I did comedy for two years in LA, and then got engaged and needed a job, and then uh, fell into a job at Facebook, and that turned into be a very happy accident. And then um, did that for four and a half years, and then got back into comedy a few years back here in Atlanta, where I live now. What uh, What made you go back to comedy, Leon, and just leave Facebook? Uh, well, I, I, I had left Facebook a couple of years before and I was trying to figure out what to do with my life. And then I remembered how much I loved comedy and I said, why the hell am I not doing that? I need to go back and be a comedian. Nice. And here I am, I'm sitting in the basement of the Laughing Skull Comedy Club this very moment. Nice. Waiting for a show later tonight. Awesome. What time is that? One at eight, one at 1030. Big awesome. Valentine's Day twofer on a Wednesday night. Nice. I was going to ask you what you're doing for Valentine's Day. Now, now we know. Now we know. Yeah. <laughs> My wife and I had a uh, had a had a pre Valentine's Day uh, dinner last night. That was that was our. She's very cool about me working on things like Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. That's cool. I, I say like if you're a mother though, you you should only choose one. You only get Valentine's Day or Mother's Day. You don't get both. <clears throat> Stop being greedy. Well, uh, you know what? It's not. You know, it's money well spent as a husband to uh, to, to to take advantage of those days. It, it buys you out of a lot of uh, a lot of a lot. Making somebody feel good buys you out of a lot of pain. So, so why not do it? Yeah, yeah, that's true. How were you with? Um... What, are you guys, what are you guys? What are you guys drinking tonight? Absinthe? Is it absinthe tonight? Tonight? Yes, yep. absinthe. And I got a Heineken, and these guys got ship bottom. I got the or... Baconator ship bottom. Yeah. Ship bottom brewery. It's a local brewery around here. They make they make a bacon ale, a bacon stout. Oh, nice yeah. bacon. Nice yeah. bacon ale. This... How do we live without bacon in our beer before the craft brews oh, started with all that? Yeah, man. bacon in everything. That was a dark time. <laughs> it was a dark time for America. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. Were you were you at Facebook like when it started, Paul, or like how did that work? No, I got there in 2007. I was about the 250th employee, so it was a couple wow. years old, and. Uh, yeah, so 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 I wasn't at the beginning, but but it was early. It was it was earlyish. Yeah, mm. that's pretty awesome. You ever think about like I'm gonna sell your your all, all the knowledge I have to Twitter or anything like that? <laughs> Executive spy. That's what I'd want to be. 
Well, there was an opportunity to go work for Twitter after I left, but yeah. I decided I was trying to trying to live as an independent, non corporate person. So, well, ah, nice. I'll tell you, it was so. Here's how early it was when I started. This is a little little joke I tell about how early I started. It was so early that when my wife said, "Are you sure this company is going to turn into something?" I said, "You know, someday this company could be as big as MySpace." <laughs> Wow! Yeah, <laughs> holy shit, that's old. <laughs> yeah, MySpace, my MySpace was bigger than Facebook by a lot. I was kind of pissed. I was like, I liked MySpace. Yeah, like, I, I, loved it. I was like, I'm not getting a Facebook, and then I'm like, all right, everyone's got. I gotta get a Facebook. My, gotta get a Facebook. MySpace was definitely better though. I don't know if it's better. I, I did. They had different things though. Like I like. I think they had a blog. Like you can put a blog out on there. Like they had some different shit. But you really like made a page on uh, MySpace where like Facebook you just have your profile. It's yeah. not like a page. Like you can't customize know. it as much. Right. I don't think. I don't care. <laughs> yes, if you wanted, if you wanted like twirling stars and you know <laughs> bad music. Yeah, I was gonna say you yeah. can have sound effects thing. on your your page on MySpace. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I forget. It's been so long. Yeah. I miss the bad music. <laughs> I had like the theme to Kingdom right. Hearts or something on mine. Uh, <laughs> I had the uh, I had right. system just like blaring every time. System uh, down, nice. What a shock. That's that's right. That's, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the next Facebook update now. <laughs> <laughs> you hear music when you my play. space my space your facebook <laughs> <laughs> my space book i like that they can merge <laughs> where are uh, you guys we're in jersey we're about 45 minutes from atlantic city oh nice all right is it cool has it warmed up yet today was like 50 yeah it's pretty nice yeah. pretty nice balmy balmy <laughs> how's it out there you're in la right it's I'm in Atlanta now. I'm oh. headed to Montreal tomorrow for the weekend. So uh, it's it's warmish here. Montreal is going to be chilly. So broke out the big coat to yeah. take with me tomorrow. Who is who are you uh, performing with, Paul? Joe Matarese is the headliner um, from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Nice, represent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, your book, your book is called, um, um, sorry, uh, you should totally get an MBA. That's right. It's a hot seller. Is it? What? Um, I was all right. It was all right. It's a very specific target. You know, it's not, not, it's not, not exactly the Bible when it comes to targeting everybody on the planet. Uh, uh, it's, you know, a very specific book for, for young professionals who may be thinking about, ah, do I go back to school? Do I not? What should I do with my life? To, Get, to get my career off its ass, and so that was sort of the idea in in writing it. Yeah, and that you know, have a little fun with it, make it a little bit funny. You know, it's uh, the only the only NBA guidebook written by a full time comedian, and, <laughs> and there's probably a reason for that. <laughs> what is uh, what was the main thing about it? Like, what's the main uh, topic? Like, to, to get people motivated to go to school and do something? Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, kind of. It was like, look, when I was 24, 25, I was broke and and uh, going nowhere with my career, and I was I was thinking, well, what do I what do I what do I need to do? And and I, I decided, uh, hey, you know, maybe 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 going back to school and getting serious about going to a really good place would 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 help kickstart things and help me focus on what I what I wanted to accomplish after school. And and that's what happened, and and I had a really positive experience with it. Now, I mean, you know, forget the fact that now I'm not using it at all in my comedy career, but yeah, you know, I had a really good, I had a I had a very good career for 18 years. I'm very appreciative for the experience I had in business school. And a lot of people talk shit about the MBA today in Silicon Valley, and they say, oh, nobody needs one, and and yet the number one 
industry hiring MBAs is the technology industry. So you, you know where, it's, so so I don't I don't find all that um, all that chatter about the the the. the lack of value in the NBA to be to ring true necessarily and I wanted to add my voice to 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 um I, I, on, on the contrarian side of that argument I like that yeah like I, I don't see how it can hurt like I, I don't see people why people would disparage that well you know it, I mean like a lot of education today you can overspend getting degrees you know there's a lot of people going to for-profit colleges you know taking on, on all kinds of debt and yeah. if they get out which is the which is the biggest thing you know if they get out most of them don't graduate, and if they do, there's it's not clear that the money they've spent on that degree is gonna is gonna pay them back in any way. So I think mm-hmm. there is I think there is a lot of good conversation of like not to, not not every degree is gonna pay you back for what you put into it from a tuition perspective. Yeah. Um, so that that's that's sort of the you, you can overspend on an MBA just like you can on a lot of degrees, and and uh, so I and, and by the way I say all this in the book, and I'm trying to have a, an honest discussion put all the cards on the table and say hey you know if you do borrow this money to go get one of these fancy degrees you're gonna have to pay it back don't be an asshole you know and and think that you're gonna get out of it so just be prepared to work for as long as it's gonna take to you know get yourself back to even you know yeah i got a friend that went to school for like he majored in math uh and then he works at a funeral home like he just i think he went for the degree (laughs) just to get it like he didn't really want to work in anything associated with it but he just he, one he just coffin, get it. two coffins, three coffins. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it would, you know, look, mom and dad might pay for your fancy degree or whatever, but I mean, you still gotta, you still gotta have a work ethic to go put it to, you know, to put it to use. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think he, I think he realized all the fields he would get into. He just wasn't crazy about, and he, he just didn't, wasn't that. Wasn't that uh, know, excited man, a, about it? A, deg- a degree in math these days, man, that should take you a long way if you want to put it to use. I mean, yeah. there's there's a big demand for some some smart quantitative people out there in the Silicon Valley area. So yeah. maybe you should get out of the the, the uh, funeral home business and, and into the <laughs> and into into the apps. Oh, yeah. It's all about the apps these days, guys. We got to make one of those. We need a Robinson make app. An app. <laughs> we're just we're not even gonna do the show anymore, but we're gonna make a, a Robin Slim app. Just gonna have the app. Yeah. Just app. What does it do? Is it locates the, the nearest bar? Is that what the draft is? <laughs> Robin Slim's bar finder. Brothels, bars, and uh, bar mitzvahs. Yes. <laughs> more importantly more importantly, it gets you home after you go to the bar. That's, that's probably a more valuable app. Take me home, Robin Slim. <laughs> <laughs> we can have like our own like uh, driving service too. Like uh, what's that? Like uh, like Uber. Like Uber, yeah. Uber. It's Robin Slimmer. <laughs> Robin, Robin Slimmer. Robin Slimmer. <laughs> and it's Lambo. Our intern is gonna yeah. be driving. He's the only driver we hired. <laughs> and he's only gonna be drinking absinthe nice. during this whole drive. What's, what's the job Uber. description? Drive me home. That's your job description. <laughs> I like the idea that it's really up, rare. If I like, wake up in the gutter, you're fired. Because <laughs> we only have one driver. You're really, really lucky if you actually get picked up. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. Paul, I was going to say, I love I love your tweets. You're, you're really bold. I, I loved your uh, tweet towards uh, Sean Hannity. I was going to ask if when you worked at Facebook, did you ever post anything that they were like, look, you got to get this, you got to delete this post, Paul. It's too, too edgy. Well, it's funny you say that because one of the regrets I have about about 
uh, Twitter is is not starting earlier because when I was at Facebook, it just sort of seemed like I'd be a bit disloyal to use the platform. Yeah, and I don't think nobody ever said anything to me about it. Nobody ever. I don't think they ever would have, um, unless I had you know like my Twitter handle on my Facebook business card or whatever. But yeah. you know, I, if if I'd have started earlier, I think I'd have I'd have been able to. Uh, you know, just have more followers and stuff, but but I probably wouldn't have been as bold when I was employed um, because now I can say whatever. Because now I can say whatever I want to say, and not where I just nobody's going to fire me. I mean, yeah. so um, yeah, so it's nice to have the freedom to be able to say what you want to say, and 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 sometimes Twitter is effective in getting it out there. Yes, it's a good it's a good way to grow too. Like yeah, like you said, like it's it's pretty cool to build up any any sort of creative project. Yeah, I mean, no, I think I think social media has been, you know, like it's it's uh, it's a fun it's a fun way to figure out how to, you know, create a statement or a joke or an image or whatever in a in a in a, in a short burst of comedy. It's a it's a different format than, yeah, you know, spending a half hour on stage and trying to explain your point of view on the world. <laughs> what is uh, what's one of the craziest things you've seen performing stand up? Oh, one time um, I was hosting at the Improv in either Irvine or Brea, California, which is like Orange County, and um, like three minutes before the show's supposed to start, paramedics run in and start start pumping on this guy's chest in like the fifth row. Wow! And you know the lights are on and there's all this commotion and the club manager's like, "Okay, you're on," and so I've got to go on stage with with you know, a woman having a heart attack or a dude having a heart attack, like, you know, right in front of the stage. Nobody's listening to me. You're trying to be Nobody's... revived. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, I'm so, I'm so new at the time that I don't know that like, I really need to acknowledge the 800 pound gorilla who's having cardiac arrest right in front of me. Um, and so I'm like just sitting there going like, you know, uh, you know what I hate about computers? Um, you know, nobody's listening to me at all. It was horrible. <laughs> and then one time I had a, uh, I had a, I had a, I had a, I had a, um, a signer, a, you know, sign language woman in, in the crowd for, for, uh, or so on the stage next to me because there was a large um, contingent of deaf people in the crowd. And so that was a real treat. That's to, crazy. To look, you know, you, you know, when you've got a punchline with blowjob and then you look over at her doing the sign and then, you know, look to the audience and see see the audience laugh. That was a, that was an interesting way to see your work interpreted. <laughs> That's, That's we need one of those on the show. We need a signer like at the end of the table just for our deaf audience. If you guys if you guys cared, you would have one. We Come should on, we would. Assholes. <laughs> We're real much assholes. I was going to say with the EMTs. You should have started heckling the EMTs while they were trying to revive the guy. Like, That's right. That's I don't, right. I don't try to do your job. Stop stealing my thunder. <laughs> See, I was going to say you just make fun of the guy that's having a heart attack. Look at this ah, asshole. You can't go that blue. <laughs> yeah, get that guy on a gurney. Get him out of here. <laughs> Making too much noise. <laughs> too many gurgles. He's like, gurgling too much. I don't like the way he's twitching. <laughs> It's that uh, last gurgle that gets you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. And Paul, I was going to ask, too, what uh, what advice would you have for somebody just starting out in, in comedy? Um, go get an MBA and never look back. <laughs> don't don't get, get out of comedy as quickly as you possibly can. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. I mean, I've, I've had people give me that advice. Um, uh, seriously. I, you know, look, if, if you want to do it, 
um, just be prepared for it to be a, a very long road. You know, yeah. like it's it's a ten year it's a ten year journey before you're ever really you know at a place where you know you got anything. So be patient, work hard, get out there, and you know don't expect anything to happen anytime soon. Mm-hmm. It's just it's I mean it's it's a ton of fun. Yeah, but it's. Uh, you know, it's there's there's a lot of really funny people out there, and there's only so many stages. So, you got to work really hard to earn your way um, to being a, a you know like a proficient nobody. Yeah, that's uh, the same with podcasting. I can't tell you how many people like message me like <laughs> I don't got enough listens, like I'm I'm gonna quit or something. Like yeah, no, you're you're not gonna get huge. You're not gonna be stern. You're you're not. How, be... how many? So my everybody tells me I need to make a podcast, and I keep saying like, look. Until I have an idea that I'm committed to making 200 episodes with nobody listening, um, yes. it's not worth doing it. Like, is that? I mean, would you say it's 200? How many episodes should you make before you quit? Like, well, what's a fair, a fair shot at a podcast? We haven't reached 200 yet. We're, we're not over, at 200. We're, we're almost there. We're 150. So uh, we're getting there. I, I would say like 30. Like, I don't know. It, it was even longer than that. I would think. Like at the beginning, yeah, we were doing it for like two friends on Facebook. Like, yeah. Uh, I can't really say how long it took. Maybe because we did before this too. We did about a year as a different show because we had another guy. Um, so maybe about two years. Like it started to get a decent following and a decent audience. Right. So you might as well do something. And you guys seem like you're having you're having you're hanging out with your buddies. You're drinking beer. You're having a good time. Yeah. So you might as well find something that's worth doing anyway. And if and if it ends up getting an audience, then great. But like you know, the the reward is doing it, not waiting that's, to be discovered, right? It, I mean, like cause if you wait fun. to be discovered, you're gonna. Yeah, that's it. Like I said, just having fun with your buddies. If you're doing it for fun, you know, if it's something you enjoy, yeah, then then do it. If not, yeah, don't don't pursue. Don't don't expect to be a millionaire. Yeah. It aggravates me because I see people who will, like, start a YouTube channel and they'll do, like, one video. I'll just be like, oh, great. Nobody's commenting on it. I can't even get a like or a dislike. Like, (laughs) the fuck? I looked earlier at our all-time analytics on YouTube, and we have, like, a little over a 1,000 likes and, like, about 500 dislikes. And I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah, that's more likes than that. That is Well, it's more, but I also like that there's a substantial There's a lot of interaction, you know, to this. Fifteen hundred people that interacted. Ignored, right. What's that, Paul? It's better than being ignored. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but hate, with hate that said, love me. That's pretty much the you know. It's, a, it's still a strong emotion. Well, with that said, if you can't deal with being ignored, then just don't do it because yes. you're gonna have to deal with oh, a lot of being ignored. YouTube is one of the slowest builds for us. Yeah. Like Twitter grew fast. Facebook's decent. Uh, even like our. Uh, iTunes and and uh, Podbean, but yeah, YouTube is a really slow grind. Really oversaturated with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't even worked on my YouTube. I've got stuff up on Vimeo, and I mean, I I, I know I have some stuff on YouTube. I just haven't looked at it in a long time. It's like at a certain point, you got to pick what you're going to really focus on, and that, you know, and audience retention, growing Audi- one channel. Yeah, audience retention is really low. Like we used to. Uh, originally, like I said, when we did the other show, someone put up the whole show on YouTube and nobody was, people were watching like five minutes. Yeah. So that's when we decided to just put like individual interviews and like some bits up on, on our YouTube. Yeah. Or take your, take 10 minutes of highlights from your hour or whatever it is and, yeah. and you know, make it really high, high impact, you know? Yup. Exactly. 
Exactly. So are you guys Eagles fans or Jets fans or what? I don't watch football. Yeah, I'm not into football. Slambo? Um, I, I kind of like, I, I get into like the, I'll watch the games with like, like my buddy at my buddy's house. Super so. Bowls or just yeah, any like, game? Like the Super Bowls, the playoffs. Who do you like? Uh, I usually, I'll usually cheer for the Giants, actually, or yeah. the Steelers. Yeah, yeah I think right. my, but, my family's mostly Giants fans. But I mean, it's not like, it's not something that's like important to me. Yeah, you know? Me neither. What about you, Paul? Yeah. Uh, I watch every Falcons game, but I but I say I'm not a fan, and yet somehow I still turn it on every Sunday. So, <laughs> nice. I just you know I, I'm like from week one I'm prepared for disappointment, and I'm just you know like yeah, I, I, God is merciful in that He let the Falcons lose in the playoffs instead of crushing us in the Super Bowl again this year. <laughs> I can't believe the Phillies won though. Like I was happy for my friends. Like it was good to see people happy around here, and just that they yeah, they sure. never won before. I, I watched, I was at a certain point, I was like, okay, I want to stay up and watch the Super Bowl for two reasons. One, my buddy Howie, I wanted to see him happy. He was at the game. He's from Philly. And yeah. number two, I want to see Tom Brady cry. And it was both levels. I heard that. It was, oh, and I know that makes me a small person. I know it makes me a small person, but I'm okay with that. I mean, I've, you know, I've learned to live with it. I think it. everyone wants to see Tom Brady cry. <laughs> who is the, one of my buddies said, uh, who's the comedian that just got crazy? like on the live live airing of it was it deal hughley no uh i don't know i forget who he said uh oh who's the guy that does stuff with uh with fallon and uh with he, who he, he, he just wrote a book not too long ago uh stanhope no uh black comedian um oh he he wrote a book. Uh, oh, fuck, I, I, I Small. Drawn a break. No, no. Has his own show. He did a lot of stuff on Fallon Show with the, the lip syncs and stuff. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't, I know. don't know. But yeah, supposedly he got crazy on like the live TV and had to apologize. I forget what he did, but <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny, funny. <laughs> oh man, what uh, what else is going on out there, Paul? Where where'd you say you were again? I'm in Atlanta. What's your favorite city to, to perform in? Well, um, <clears throat> wherever I am, you know, like, yeah. I mean, Atlanta's home. Okay. So I, lo I love the club here. The Laughing Skull Lounge is awesome. I do a lot of, I do like maybe eight shows here a month. And then cool. this, in the first four months of this year, I'll, I was in Detroit last month. I'm in Montreal, Philly, uh, Phoenix, Hartford. So you know, look, man, I'm, 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 I'm just trying to get booked wherever I can right now. And, I'm excited to go to perform wherever I got the opportunity to, uh, you know, go say my words in front of people. Yeah. So, um, Detroit was a lot of fun. There's a great club there called the comedy castle in Royal Oak. It's 400 people for two shows on Saturday night. It was great. So nice. I mean, this whole thing is just like, it's all gravy, man. It's just a fun way to, it's a fun thing to do. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I was saying before, the reward is just being able to do it. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Paul, I'm curious. Can we ask you why you left Facebook? <laughs> well, a variety of reasons, but, um, you know, I just, I think, I think I got to the point where I, my heart wasn't in it. And if your heart's not in it at a place like that, which is, I mean, it, in, in retrospect, I, I should have found a way to get my heart, keep my heart in it for a few years. But, um, you know, I mean, I was really, I was really looking to try to find something else that was more about me, and I think that I wanted to come back and 
get into the writing and get into the comedy. I was just, I was scared to do it for a couple of years after I left and I just dicked around for a couple of years. <laughs> I even took another job um, oh. a year and a half after I left Facebook and I just was scared that I was gonna, I was never gonna be able to work again and then I realized I didn't really want to work again in the corporate world. I wanted to go be a comic and a writer and that's what I ended up making happen after I sacked up and, and made the decision to do it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. I was going to ask too. Can you give? Can you tell us any dirt on Mark Zuckerberg? Uh, I probably could come up with something that would be controversial, but I'll tell you that dude is the dude is he's unbelievable. I mean, back back in the day, we he, he would have Friday meetings, all hands meetings, and he would sit there and just talk about the world that he saw, the world that he envisioned. And, and I mean, you know, the guy's 15 years younger than me and I met him a few times, talked to him a few times, but I, don't, I can't say that I know him, but like yeah. just listening to him and the other engineers talk about the world that they envisioned, I'd sit there and my mind would be blown on a weekly basis. And I'm a, I'm a so decently cool. smart guy, but these guys are like Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, smart. And it was, it was fucking cool to work there. I'm nice. telling you, it was, I mean, there was some neat shit that happened. It wasn't always easy. It was frustrating a lot of the times, but like, that's the part I missed when I left was being a part of that team that was changing the world and listening to, to these, this next generation of people that were like blow your mind fucking smart. Wow. So, I mean, you know, I could say, I could, I could say something, something, you know, <laughs> something rude, but like, but, but the truth of the truth of the matter is it's not an accident that that dude is, is, is doing what he's doing. He's where he is. He's right where he belongs. And then I had one more. Yeah, I mean, like the rest of us, the rest of us are dumb. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I had one more thing I wanted to ask you is earlier you had said that uh, you had an opportunity to work for Twitter. So did you like leave Facebook and then some guy in like a fucking bird outfit shows up at your house and he's like, <laughs> Come to Twitter. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you know, look, it, it, the industry, it's not that big, right? And so, like, yeah. if you've got experience working for some of the leading companies, you know, you're always talking to the other people and you know who each other are and you, you see them at conferences and, you know, there's always sort of this, hey, you know, like, uh, you know, if you're ever interested, you know. And, and you know, mm-hmm. the best people have worked for, you know, Twitter and Facebook. I worked at Yahoo before I did comedy the first time. That's when I saved enough money to actually go do comedy. And so like a lot of the people, I got hired at Facebook by people I worked with at Yahoo. So there's there's a lot of hiring people you used to work with and, and you know, everybody, you, you know somebody at all the top places. And so there was never a formal offer, but there was always sort of like, hey, if you were interested kind of thing. Nice, cool. dude. Paul, we have to wrap this up, but thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you for having me on your show, gentlemen. Best of luck. You guys and all that you do. YouTube brother, and where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Paul underscore O L L I N G E R. Paul underscore Ollinger is probably the best way, or at paulollinger.com. Awesome, brother. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Y'all have a great one. Take it easy. You Take too. care, man. Too, man. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? 
low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airline travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-218-4909. Again, that's 800-218-4909. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) You are listening to the Robin Slim Show. Always remember, during an ass rape... Use the force. Robin Slim Show. Hello. That's Anthony. How you doing, brother? Not bad at all, good sir. Not bad at all. That's good. That's good. I, I know you're an Eagles fan. I know you're at the parade. you damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you knock down some street lights that night? Man, look, I'll put you this way, my friends. <laughs> I go down to the parade because it was nothing but a bunch of winners. Ah, I like that. Tiger blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to realize something. I'm 49 years old, and these bastards haven't won the championship. And uh, last time they won the championship was eight years before I was born. Oh, they did? I thought this was the first win ever for them. That was oh, the first Super Bowl. Super Bowl win. Oh, yeah. so they, wow. So the, the last time they won the championship was that long ago. Wow. It was 19. There was no Super Bowl then. Oh. What, what was the first Super Bowl? Uh, I think they won in the, I think they won back-to-back titles in the 40s when my mom was a baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they won one in 1960 before my parents met. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not a football fan, but it was so cool to see friends of mine around. Just even people just walk around with smiles because we're yeah. we're about 40 minutes hour from you guys in Philly. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's great to see people just happy and just for a day, just for a moment. Yeah, it's like, oh, we won the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. What about Nick Foles? Is he getting traded? I was like, could you just shut up for a minute and enjoy this? <laughs> yeah, one of the guys I work with, the next day coming in about trading. Like, oh, just just relax, dude. Just calm down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like, oh, man, I can't believe I spent all night in bed with Lapita Nyong'o and Halle Berry. Is that a spot on the carpet? 
<laughs> this carpet is effed up. I'm upset. You two girls, no, no more sex for you two. You sit down for a minute while I get some water and some soap and scrub on this rug for a minute. No. Get back in the bed and dig into all of that chocolate, damn it. I heard you say, too, you had, you had a chick grinding on you at the parade, bro. Oh, my God. That was, it was really, it was the, the most, it was the dumbest thing in the world because it's like when I was a teenager, I would have loved that. <laughs> right, right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, we were all dudes. You know what it's like? Because I had, when I was a kid, we had a uh, a gym teacher, and it was like this old dude, and everybody's like, oh, God, this guy. If we, he would pitch, and we'd hit the ball, and take him like eight months to get the damn thing, right? <laughs> they replaced him with a lady that looked like, just, ima just imagine Taylor Swift. Okay, with Kim Kardashian's ass. Okay, and Serena Williams' breast. That's what the. Oh, by the way, just for the record, they were all the same color. Just for the record, her breasts weren't brown. And so she, so she, she, she was, she's doing the whole thing. We're all, we're a bunch of like fourteen-year-old dudes. Yeah. And she's, you know, she's, she's got the T-shirt on. And oh, you know, and she's like, "Okay, yeah. it's time to climb the rope." It's kind, it's kind of hard to climb the rope when you've taken a trip to Bonerville <laughs> with sweatpants or gym shorts. You can't do that. You can't. That's, the waistband isn't that strong. <laughs> oh, the waistband! Oh, that that waistband won some championships, my friend. <laughs> I'll put it to you this way: the waistband is a wonderful thing to have if you have knowledge yeah, of how waistband. to use the waistband <laughs> to stop certain things. <laughs> yeah, at that age, you're just getting one out of the blue. You're getting one in the car with your, uh, your rom. Like you're just getting, you get them all the time. Like when you get older and. You don't. You don't get them at all. You you get them a lot less. A lot less. Well, I, I think what happens when you get older, you get them a lot less because there's no girls around. Ah. Oh. You know, young guys have lots of babes around, but you know, you know, when there's women around, okay, yeah, you're right. It happens a lot less. Let me stop lying to people. <laughs> <laughs> I like the other, the but, other idea. <laughs> you damn right, but. But at that parade, the girl, it was like the crowd was pushing because everybody was so packed together that, you know, you, you literally couldn't move. I mean, there was a guy that actually climbed up. You know, they had people climbing on the statues. This guy climbed on the statue and everybody was worried. And I'm going, he's not going to hit the ground. <laughs> if he falls off that statue, the only people that should be worried is the... 700 people underneath his dumb ass. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because. Get a neck broke. And like you were. <laughs> like there was, there's no way. There was literally. There was no ground to hit. Wow. But the girl. They kept backing her into me. And I, I, was, I talked about it in, on the pod. It was like. And it was like. It, it was bad enough that the girl was backed into me. But then the simple fact that she was ridiculously good looking. Yeah. And had a delicious ass. <laughs> Happened to me at a concert a couple times. <laughs> and she had these, these, she had jiggle pants on. Oh, pants. <laughs> 
and I swear, I think I think the back of my neck hurts from looking up, trying not to look down. Trying to just be like, yeah, no, this is, this is nothing's wrong. Just gotta here. play it cool. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta play it cool. <laughs> so I was, I was, it's like it's really weird. It's, I'm, I'm just so glad I wasn't 19. Because <laughs> I have this, see, because 49 year old me can have a discussion with the stuff and go, no. <laughs> Easy. Bro. No. Yeah. Not now. No. 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 Nineteen-year-old me would go no, and then the stuff would go man, f you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing up. I want to be known. <laughs> I like, you would get us arrested. <laughs> I heard you say though she, she moved, and another guy grabbed her, and you said that she either screamed or smacked the guy oh she she elbowed him so, oh so good even better oh it was, oh it was so beautiful it was beautiful <laughs> she, it's like, it's like i wish i would do i wish i did a video podcast so i could show you the way the guy uh because he kind of you know you, you know how you uh lean back and push your junk forward <laughs> he didn't like he he, he did like, now, he, he could see her being moved back toward him so he just kind of, you know how when a girl walks by and you want to look at her butt and you make it a point to turn to look where she's going to be so her butt catches you? <laughs> yes. Well, actually, so he's like, I was already looking there. He was actually, he was putting an anticipatory jump push. So when she came back. <laughs> was he thrusting, thrusting into the air? The jump, it's like the, the jump was there already. Hey, you did it. Uh, <laughs> That's your fault. <laughs> it's your fault. It's your fault that I had this raging bone and put it exactly where your buttocks was. What do you expect? And, my, uh, my football team won. Like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> for what I saw, I think that lady must have won a couple of Krav Maga championships. <laughs> At least you didn't have a guy on you. <laughs> Say again? I said at least you didn't have a guy doing it to you. That that could have been worse. That could have been worse. <laughs> I man, I mean, I would have been upset, but it would have. Hey, look, I, I've learned as you you do a radio show, I do a podcast. You learn there's certain things that make you upset that will tick you off, that'll make you mad, and then you go, wait a second, you just handed me a show topic. Yes, yes. <laughs> so many times. So many times I get a, like a message or something, like a private message on somewhere, and it just it becomes a segment of the show because I just got so mad about it. When you are a performer, tragedy equals content. Yes. I like that. <laughs> I hate when girls... You know, <laughs> I just, I, I mean, I was disappointed. I was, I was, I went to the parade. I record. I had my cam, my both cameras, my phone. I had my phone on recording stuff, and I was prepared for the stuff that happened the night they won to happen again. Because I'm just like everybody else. I want to have some interesting video. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting some good stuff. You remember what happened the night they won? Dudes are eating horse crap. Flipping over some cars. <laughs> the horse crap thing kills me. People have, <laughs> you know, and I'm going, man, I'm going to get my thing ready. I'm going to have this set on the table. Let me take my phone out, set it high definition. Oh, this yes. is going to be good. I'm going to zoom, zoom in real good on the horse crap. These idiots behaved good. They were fucking fine that day. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> These jackasses were... <laughs> 
same people bumping into people and knocking people down. I'm expecting good, good fight. I just happen to have my camera aimed at the two people that got knocked down. And the dude looked like he got out of jail like an hour ago. <laughs> and all he, all he said was, that's no problems with parades. Happens. Oh, man, yeah. Well, I want to see a nosebleed or something. Something. Oh, thank you. That's why I, uh, I uh, stab three people just to get things going. <laughs> just, just to start something up. I like that. I like that. <laughs> like I said, tragedy equals conflict. So sorry I got to stab you, dude. This is nothing personal. I'll make sure that I stay away from the major arteries. Yeah. I just have a show topic. I got to I got to do a show a week, and yeah. I need some stuff. So it's just for put ratings. your arm up. And, this is, I, I got to do what I got to do, Dan. You, you just going to have to bleed a little bit. To, you know, I'm going to give you a fake name. Uh, because I'm not paying your bill, but other than that, everything's fine. <laughs> I was going to say, too, as Anthony, I heard you say, uh, speaking of altercations, I heard you say in one of your episodes that, I don't know if you, I think it was at one of your jobs, you were the only guy out of a group that hadn't been to prison, and they gave you shit about that. Like, why is that something that, like, people would give you shit about? Because that was, yeah, that was when I, oh yeah, I went to the car wash before I went to Los Angeles, and I'm in the car with these guys, and we're all having a great time. You know, you know, you, you meet a couple of guys. I think it was, it was four dudes. We're, okay. we're hanging out. We're having a great time. We're laughing. We're joking. And then all of a sudden, on the ride, one guy goes, "You know, I, uh, it's great to be out. I really like working at this car wash, but it's a lot better than where I was." I'm like, "Well, where'd you work? I was in prison for uh, armed robbery and." Uh, you know, I was in cell block 65, 26, 5, that. And the other guy goes, wait a minute, I was in cell block 65. And then the guy goes, hey, I was in jail for murder too. I was in and they're, they're all sitting there talking about, you know, it's really funny when you're stepping on the guy and he's almost unconscious, right? You know, what the hell is with these Whoa, I would have been sweating, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and then he asked me, hey, man, yo, yo, man, how long, how you, what you been, what you go in jail for? I was like, I, I've never, I've, I've never been to jail. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wow. Look at me like, what a loser. Yeah, right? That's what I was going to say. Like, is that something to be proud of? Like, fuck no. Fuck no. You did exactly what you should have did, bro. You didn't go to jail. You were a good, good, good guy. Like, that's good. <laughs> it was so sick. And the, what I did talk about was the fact that they kept asking me specific questions to find out if I had done anything. Uh, you ever smacked and beat anybody's ass? You ever been arrested? No, I've never even been arrested. Oh. Uh, you knock up any You knock up any broads? No, I wore condoms. Oh. Oh, uh, <laughs> seven tickets! Like what? The heck? What is this? An interview? <laughs> you know? You're not cool unless you've really fucked up somewhere in your life. <laughs> you must have done something. You, you what about your taxes? Not pay my taxes. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> At least give me tax evasion. Come on, bro. Come on. Come um, on, man. You're doing and, and the worst part about it was the one that was closest to me. I mean, the one that I was the most, the closest friend with of that group. And, and I thought, you know, this is before I knew he was, you know, he was in jail for stomping people. Um, mm. He uh, he started because he I hadn't been to jail. He thought that I was, quote, a punk, unquote. So he started to do physical things to me, like trip me, knock my food over. Like, and so, you know, when you punch a guy in the army, he would hit me too hard. He elbowed me a couple of times. And I'm watching the other guys at first look like he, like they're looking at him like, why are you doing that? But then they started to enjoy it too much. And I realized if I don't put a stop to that now, 
Yeah, all it's gonna, four of them will be attacking me. It's gonna keep going. So I took him around. Yes, I took him around the back of the. Uh, I took him around the back of the car wash, and I said, "Listen, dude, um, we have a problem here." Well, I said, "Listen, we have a problem. If you want to, you want to do this, we can do this right now." Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not putting up with this. So he put his hands up, and what people don't understand is, just because you've never been to jail, doesn't mean you're not highly proficient in whooping somebody's ass. Yeah, <laughs> yup. <laughs> so I beat, so I beat his ass, and then <laughs> I like that. And then we walk, we walk back around the building. I have like blood on my shirt. His face is swollen, and um, we were cool after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at a job once and it just came to my mind. Uh, I, there was a guy that, that me and my one buddy were making fun of and he was like, and he got in our faces and he gets all mad about it. He's like, you don't know me. I've been to jail. And I'm like, yeah, you were just dumb enough to get to get arrested and go to jail, asshole. I'll so fuck you up. Get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> I, the funny thing about it is that I, I say, like, you were in jail. You've been watching too many movies in jail. You never, like, when you watch a movie, if you notice, if a guy is getting it on with another guy's wife, when the husband shows up in the movies and on TV, just because the husband is right, he wins every fight. Yeah. No. Yeah. I know a friend of mine who caught his girlfriend cheating. The guy was still on top of his girlfriend when he walks in the house. He he hawks up to the guy like, I'm going to kick this guy's ass. That guy slapped him around. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, that's oh. double humiliation. At that point, oh. you're just like, okay, you can have her. He came back to the club trying to act like I kicked that guy's ass. And, and, I'm, and, the, and the, the, the guy that was with him was like, nah, dude, that dude beat your ass all over the place, man. I <laughs> <laughs> got beat his ass in front of his naked girlfriend. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> did he finish with her at least? Like, did the guy like beat him and then go back to fucking his, his jet? Like, <laughs> so it, it was, it was, I was just surprised that he finally fessed up to the ass whipping. <laughs> I, uh. I don't think he's by the way, after I crawled out of the house, I heard upstairs going, because he was finishing her off. I don't think, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he, I think, I think the simple fact that he had be, uh, admitted to getting smacked around was enough. I was like, I'm not even going to ask him anymore. Cause I mean, the guy, just, just let's imagine that though. You go in there, yeah, you with my woman, I'll kick your ass. She's still laying there naked with the, you know, on the side of the, with the with the sheet over her like you've never seen her naked or something. Yeah. And he's the guy, the guy slapping him around his own bedroom. Oh. Like, you got your I'm like, he's on top of you. I think I, 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 I was such a long time ago. I can't remember who his wife or his girlfriend, whatever it was, they were living together. Yeah. And I'm going, so I'm like, so there's a naked man beating you up. <laughs> It's still hard. <laughs> yeah, he still got it. Still got his erection. Oh, that's great. I mean, you're getting beaten up, and he's got like the lube on you, the lube, lube, the marks on your forehead, and smacking you around. <laughs> you got beat up by a naked dude in front of your naked woman. And here's the funny thing: she's probably sitting there getting turned on, like, "Wow, this guy's yeah. really hot. He's whipping my boyfriend's ass." She probably gave it. She probably got it almost even even more. Because of that, she's like, yeah, she, she's like, I did. I picked the right guy. I picked the right guy. 
man. Uh, I wish I could remember that guy's name so I could find him on Facebook. Hey, man, remember me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember the dude. You still with that woman, the one that was watching you get your ass whooped when the guy's junk was swinging around while he was beating you up? Ah, <laughs> yes. Oh, you man. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> That's Anthony. I wanted to ask you, what, what age did you realize you were going to be a comedian like? Good Lord. Uh, I think, truth be told, when it came to actual stand-up comedy, it was probably, because I started doing it right after I turned 17. So it had to have been wow. uh, probably 16 or so, 16 and a half maybe, because oh it wasn't God. long after I went, damn it, I'm going to do it before I acted. Because I was very shy. So it took me, it took, it took everything I had. I mean, so literally, just, every, just imagine the thing that, just, that scares you the most and going, I'm going to do the work, the thing that's going to make it even worse on me. I'm going to stand in front of people that I don't know and hope they like my ideas. And let them judge me. Yeah, <laughs> right? Like, wow, that takes a lot. I, I was, I was, I figured you weren't shy since you started that young. Yeah, because yeah, everybody, everybody literally was, was, God, eight, nine, 10, 12 years older than I was. You know, kind of like, I was kind of like, yeah. you know, even when I was working professionally, it was kind of like I was like their, their kid brother. Did you think that helped Did that hurt? Like, do you think that helped you or hurt you? Do you like? Did they take? Did they like protect you or were they fucking with you? Like, like you're a little shit. In the beginning, well, the thing about it was they all liked me, which was really, really good. Not even we're still friends to this day. Thirty-two years later, we're still friends. I'm yeah. still friends with all of these guys. That's amazing. And uh, they, they were very, very. I, was, I, was, I even told them as when I turned around, I was like, guys, you know, when I became a, an adult, <laughs> I said I, I appreciate the way you guys treated me back then because they really, they really did. They looked out for me. Yeah. You know, back then I didn't have a car. They drove me to gigs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, they got me gigs in strip clubs. I really appreciated that. That was really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> they got me gigs because I, I walk into a strip. They, they got me. They got me a. I did a week long gig at a strip club, and I didn't know this. Which this was just this was just the best thing in the world. My dressing room was the same dressing room that the girls dressed in. <laughs> wow. And the, at first they were like, who is this guy in here? And they were like, oh, he's Oh, okay. Then they just started like, hey, baby, how you doing? Kiss me on the forehead, give me hugs, titties in my face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I'm sitting there, I almost, I, this is not a joke, I almost left without the money. <laughs> you just weren't even thinking straight. I was going to ask, was it like the gym teacher? Was your gym teacher one of them? Uh, you know what? I appreciate this. These, these ladies were see this. The strip club was a good strip club. It wasn't like like the lady that was at the uh, the the, the uh, gym teacher that you're referencing was not as good as these ladies. Oh, so it was like <laughs> yeah, they didn't have like C-section scars, oh. and stab wounds. Yeah, a couple. <laughs> of I, I mean, hey, look, I was I was I was sitting there going, what the hell are these super good looking women? Even the glitter looked expensive. <laughs> 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 you know, you know, <laughs> you know, you go to those places with a cheap glitter, look like they scraped it off of somebody. You know, look like they look like they went out and found that went to a dollar store and scraped it off the side of somebody's backpack or something. <laughs> <laughs> There's hair in it. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Like, is, this some, is this some ketchup in this glue? What the hell? This is my money. Lunch back. It's just gravel. <laughs> there are some horrifying ones out there. 
But I tell, tell you guys this though. Even if there's even remember when you, when you were describing the um like you know the, the scars and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. When you're 17 years old. And there's a naked 28-year-old. I don't care if she had a C-section scar, an F-section scar, a Z-section scar. I'm down with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a 17, you're just happy to see any nudity whatsoever. Yeah. But that was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also 49, which is the age I am now. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. What, uh, I was going to ask too, S. Anthony, what advice would you, would you give somebody just starting out in comedy? Well, as somebody who's been doing it a long period of time, if, if somebody was to come up to me and ask me uh, what advice I would give them, I would say, uh, don't do it. Uh, give up. Uh, comedy microphones contain hepatitis C. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it, whatever. Or it makes you, makes you junk small. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would literally just tell them um, the, the most important thing in the beginning, maybe the first couple of years when you're really learning all the techniques, you have to get to the point where you don't think about, it's like martial arts. You don't. You want to get to the point where, like, remember Bruce Lee in um, Enter the Dragon, he goes, I don't hit, it hits all by itself. Yeah. You got to get to the point where the techniques, you're not thinking about them at all. And that requires repetition. And the best way to get good, the way to get good fast is to love what you're doing and love what you're writing and pour everything you can into it because all the other stuff just kind of happens as a side effect. You know, all the other things that happen are a side effect. You build great relationships because if you love what you do and, it's, and it shows, the people are going to love to be around you, the audience is going to love what you do, comics are going to want to hang around you, and you, and you build all these relationships. I got relationships I started at 17 years old. I'm 49 years old. These people still would jump in front of a bullet for me right now. Yeah, that speaks volumes, man. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. What um? Also, microphones have hepatitis C in them. Do not do stand-up. <laughs> I bring my own microphone to the show here. These guys, I think they just... It's I would different every week. I would it. say the same thing for like being in a band too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. microphones definitely have to As far as bring Lysol, bring some Lysol with that. As far as my microphones go, I actually went to a comedy club and requested that I buy their hepatitis C. You wanted to scrape it off the microphone. <laughs> yeah. I got a that I need the hepatitis C mic. Well, I've worked up to the Ebola microphones now. <laughs> 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 oh, that's but I'm a great. professional, so it's, it's, that's how it is. I'm up to the Ebola level now. Ebola, Mike. S. Anthony, we have to wrap this up, dude. But thank you so much. It's always great talking to you, brother. Uh, thank you, guys. I love the show. Thank you very much. Love you, bro. Uh, where can everybody find you? Well, folks, what I would suggest everybody do basically is pull my name, S. Anthony Thomas. There's so much crap that you'll be able to find wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, and please send nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Slambo, you got nudes? Uh, I, uh, I can cook some up. <laughs> All right. All right. Except <laughs> people on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, S. Anthony. You take care, my brothers. You too, man. Bye-bye. So cool. We will be back <laughs> with the lovely Ryder doll. What's up, bitches? It's your boy, Jesus here, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. If you love all the crazy shenanigans that go on over here, you should definitely check out my podcast, Jesus Take the Real. It's part late-night talk show, part movie podcast, all parts dope. We play games. So here's the game. These are uh, the games called Elevator Pitches. Tell crazy stories. 
so so stone faced. This is when I wish this was a video podcast because you have mm-hmm. to see my face. But he, <laughs> he just looks at me and goes, "Oh, your skin is black, but your white is present." And they scurries what? out the door. <laughs> And when I say scurries, like it's exactly what you're thinking. He scurried. Wow. And and of course, nerd out over movies. And this is all in the visual. Like there's no dialogue else. So the visuals tell me that. So you you have the driver. He knows he he's hid this side of himself from Irene this entire movie. He can't avoid it now. If he wants to save her life, he's got to show his true his true self, like the fucking the violent anger. In short, it's pretty fucking lit. So come join the party with us every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, all your favorite podcast platforms. So find me on Twitter at DesusTTReal and let's get weird. Desus take the real. I'm here to save you motherfuckers. Now back to the show. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee. For the editor and creator, Fluffer, for Comics Watching Comics. And you're listening to The Rob and Slim Show. Rob and Slim Show. Hi, guys. Ryder. Ryder, how you doing? I'm great. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Happy, Happy Valentine's Day, Day Ryder. What are you doing for Valentine's <laughs> Day? Talking to you guys. Cool, cool. Does it get any better than that? I hope so. (laughs) That's an insult. That's a complete insult right there. Sorry. Just teasing. Yeah, it should should get pretty good. I have some plans. Oh, cool. You have plans for us. I like that. Yeah. It's it's not like uh, bro jobs, is it? I hope not. Oh, I hope so. Well, I don't, I don't really fit into that, so well, I hope not to. You, you, you can, you can direct a, a bro job. Yeah. I know, but you know what? That's what I do for work. <laughs> I love that one. Always handing out bro jobs to guys. The one writer reacts was it that one when you said there's two kinds of guys: guys that want to suck a dick, or guys that want to be called daddy. Like, that was hilarious. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Guys really That's call you. That's one of the first things I learned. I mean, now I get a lot of different types of clients, but yeah. when I first started, there was no in-between. Why would you call a phone sex girl and be like, I want to suck a dick? Like, because they want you to humiliate them and oh. call me while they do it. You just, you just got to keep calling him a little cocksucker. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you got a little cocksucker. cocksucker. Tell them what, like, a loser they are, and they can never get a girl, and, like, that you're going to turn them out. And, wow. you we know. off to that. <laughs> That's what, yeah. That like, it's like a beta cook, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best fucking Guys love it. Look, I mean, I, like I bet it's making somebody's dick hard out there right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ on a fucking cross. Fuck. (laughs) Wow. If you can imagine it, people want to do it. (laughs) It's rule 34 for the internet. The the internet. If there's a thought of it, there's. Yep, exactly. Yeah, if someone's like thought it. Then I don't I don't remember what it is. If there's a thought of it, there's porn <laughs> it of it. If there's a thought of it, there's but, but, a sleepy Lucas in the bedroom somewhere. Yeah, he's 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 enjoying waiting. it. He's, he's in the bedroom jerking off to it. Yep, exactly. He's in the corner. That's what, it is. That's what the rule is. <laughs> my precious, my precious. 
No. 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 It's like a Viagra bottle. Right. Bus pills. We got bus pills. Ryder, with it being Valentine's Day and everybody so worked up on romance, can you tell us maybe the most non-romantic call you've had on Nightflirt? Oh, the most non-romantic call? Mm. Well, I did have a guy who wanted to dismember me. What? <laughs> Ooh, that's something like, like Jeffrey Dahmer or Albert Fish. Was that thing. like his first thing he said to you? I know. Like... Um, well, no, it started out like, well, I have another one too, but this particular one, like, it started out like we're watching a horror movie and like he was saying like, oh, I'd like to do those things to you. And then like, at a certain oh. point, I was like, this is horrifying, and I literally am just letting him go on because I'm curious where this is going to end up. Were you watching the movie, like, at the same <laughs> time he was? With, what? Were you watching the movie at the same time he was? Well, that was, like, the role play. Okay, okay. It wasn't really. Right. But, um, <laughs> but it did end up with him saying he was going to dismember me and then I think still have sex with my body parts or something, and I was like, yeah, you're Fucked up. I, I reported him. Because yeah. that's really. It's kind of hot. Yeah, you, gotta, you gotta watch I out for that guy. I did stick around to hear it because I was so fascinated where this was going. And I also, part of me was a little bit like, am I talking to a serial killer? Because that kind of is um, a little romantic to me. It's kind of fucking <laughs> sexy. Like, I can't lie. I cannot lie. That's kind of hot. Kind of. But, but you know what? Um, my first ever phone sex call ever. Was pro would probably be filed under like least romantic. Really? Yeah. It was a guy who called and he said, I want you to pretend you're my girlfriend and I want you to tell me you've been fucking a ton of other guys and you're breaking up with me. And I was Ooh. like, fuck, yeah, I could do this, you know? And he was like, <laughs> yeah. while you're doing it, I'm gonna clean my gun. Like for real or role play? Like, I 90-something percent sure he really was cleaning his gun. And that's not a euphemism for jerking his cock off. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fuck. So, I kind of, like, it was really made me feel uncomfortable. And, like, at a certain point, I realized that I think he was on, like, an army base. Wow. Because, like, at one point, he put me on hold, and he put his phone in, I think, his pocket, and I could hear him, like, talking to a bunch of other guys, like, about, I don't know, it sounded very military. I don't know. Lock it up. <laughs> and, then Lock it like, up. and then he came back, Roger, and he Roger. came back to the call. <laughs> Over now. <laughs> Roger Wilk. Yeah, yeah, it was totally, like, that weird stuff. I don't know. Wow. And um, I was like, that I don't crazy. hear any girls. I don't, okay, like, this, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, that freaks me out. I was like, I don't think this is for me. I don't think I can do this. Why'd you do it again? Well, because I'm me, and <laughs> I'm like, well, how weird can this get? It can't get weirder than that. Yeah. It can't get worse than that. I like that. Curiosity. It's only up from here. I know. So, like, and then the next guy, the, the second call that I got was a guy who, he was, like, a lot older than me, and he was, like, kind of I think heavily drinking and he was actually really sweet and it wasn't even anything sexual at all he just wanted a girl to talk to wow. and I was like okay this is fine this is cooler. <laughs> that's cooler than the last guy yeah the, that freaked me I was like 
I don't want to be complicit in some girl murdering his girlfriend right now. Has, that, has anyone ever got a call like that? Do you know? Like any sort of uh, phone sex operator, like where a murder's happened or a suicide or anything? You know what? Um, yes, I've read about that. More so suicide. Um, I've never heard um, wow. of like someone being murdered. But um, yeah, I do know that some girls have had situations where someone has killed themselves on the phone with them. Or, a, a, but more commonly is where some kind, sometimes guys will make threats like that to kind of be like yeah because there's a fine line between if they want to take it off the if they want to take it off the the hotline that you work on so they kind of want it to be like well if you really care about me you'll whatever whatever like we you'll really want to know me without me having to pay for it like i think it's like empty Uh, threats but sometimes guys who reach out really do reach out because they're depressed i've never personally been in a situation like that thank goodness yeah but Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it gets real out there. It's more than just, yeah, and just rubbing stuff. It's more than just rubbing. <laughs> it's more than just rubbing. <laughs> rubbing some show. More than just rubbing. <laughs> yeah, but I have to say, I've probably had less romantic actual dates than... <laughs> than You've had worse Sky dates Bar than the guy cleaning his gun? <laughs> Wait, what? I said, have you had a worse date than the guy cleaning his gun? <laughs> No, uh, I've had pretty bad ones, but <laughs> what's no. the worst date you've been on? If we if we can huh? ask, what's the worst date you've been on? The worst date I've been on was a guy who, well, he had been like asking me out for the longest time, and I was like, I really, I'm not interested, you know. And he finally broke me down, and I was like, All right, I'll go on a date with you, but this isn't going to be anything, you know. So you laid it out there. So, yeah, I totally was like, I'm not going to be a girlfriend. You're not getting fucked at the end of the like, like laid it all out. <laughs> but he was dead set on taking me somewhere really expensive. He was like, I want to take you to the nicest restaurant. I want to take you to the, and I'm like, we don't have to do that. You know, like, this isn't a big deal. Can't we just go somewhere like without a lot of pressure? I guess he thought he had to like buy my affection. So right. So we get to this, like, super fancy, like, white tablecloth type of... And I'm, like, fucking 18 at the time. Like, I don't need this. Like, take me I somewhere normal. McDonald's. <laughs> well, maybe a little bit better McDonald's. Like, take me to the park. <laughs> <laughs> so we get there and, like, sit down, and they hand us the menus. And he starts, like, seeming kind of nervous. <laughs> And he closed his menu and he looks at me and he's like, you, you order. I'm not going to have anything. (laughs) And I was like, this is really weird. You're going to sit here and watch me eat. And I was like, finally, I like was like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, I didn't bring enough money for both of us to eat. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, so I, you know, me, I try to make things like cool, even though I'm like this fucking loser. Try to make things cool, and I'm like, let's just laugh about this and go somewhere totally somewhere else. Let's just fucking leave. Yeah. And he absolutely insisted we like sit through dinner. Like he insisted you eat, and he didn't. Or like... uh-huh, yeah. And I, because oh. I'm sweet, That's I was like, weird. well, why don't we get something and share it? Like yeah. these people at this restaurant fucking hated us. <laughs> 
But as soon as How we left, How many waters do you like, order? As soon as we left, he was like, do you want to go for like a, a walk on the beach? I was like, fuck no, take me home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, That's God. Amazing. <laughs> oh, and then like a couple days later... He saw, like, I had, like, a Facebook message that I was out somewhere with a friend, a guy friend, who was not even anything else. And he texted me, and he's like, you're a fucking whore and a tease. He texted you? was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's... He was like, you're a fucking whore. Like, you, I took you out a couple nights ago, and now you're out with another guy. And I'm like, first of all, that's my friend. But second of all, uh-huh, fuck you. Like, yeah. I told you yeah, straight up what the sounds... situation was. Were you saying it slabber? sounds like that Indian guy, my... Dad had to look oh, like Oh, yes. This, this Sla- strip club guy. Slambo's yeah, yeah. dad is a private what? investigator. Yeah, okay. Talk, so, tell it, uh, yeah, I'll tell you the story. Tell me. So my dad, <laughs> my dad's a PI, right? So he gets like, Ooh. so he gets like, he gets this client that like wants him to go to a strip club, right? Mm-hmm. And because he's obsessed with this stripper that like, that like dances in the strip club, like, he would oh, like no. pay like the <laughs> same kind of shit that you were just describing. Yeah. Only, only she was yeah. she would play into it because she's she's draining yeah. this guy Trying for to money. Make some money, yeah. Right. Of so That's like what you do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yeah. They, he would <laughs> like <laughs> he hired me <laughs> to like to like sit in the strip club and like the guy would pay for like everything like. And I yeah. would sit there and have to like tell my dad what's going on. My dad would have to relay, <laughs> relay the message that so, this guy played, paid you, yeah. paid Slambo, the Slamborghini, <laughs> yeah, and, to get a private. To, and to talk a girl. Yeah. At one point, he wanted me That's to stand. Amazing. He wanted me to stand in the doorway of the strip club, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. The fucking bouncers will kick my ass. You were supposed like, to just yeah, like block that's really people. creepy. No. <laughs> like he just wanted me to stand in the doorway and like see like who was coming in and out. Like, he paid for your beards and everything too, so you just gotta go in there and like drink <laughs> yeah. for free. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. Oh wait, did you get dances? You got dances with, and on him? Yeah, like a couple of them. Like, that's it, awesome. Because you had you had to because if you didn't, like yeah. they would get they they get like suspicious and they throw you out. <laughs> right. Like one time, I I. I I wasn't gonna. Did they ever like in... rip your shirt off to find like a wire? They were no. like, "Do you have a wire?" Oh no. <laughs> but for some reason, like like all the all the black girls would like like would be like on me. Like, they wanted you, bro. Yeah. They wanted that white like, chocolate. It was weird. Like, white chocolate. Did he, oh yeah. Did you have to stop? <laughs> they know what they wanted. <laughs> did you have to stop going for a while because they called you out at one point? Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> he saw me. He saw me texting constantly, and I'm like, oh. I, I just, oh. I, I'm like, why? Well, I, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> you're like, I, I got a girlfriend. I mean, to be fair, like you were there doing PI shit. So yeah. yeah, they were on top of it. Well, I tried to like paint the picture. Like, I, I tried to make it look like I was like the town drunk. Like, I was just a fuck up. Oh, you know what I mean? like, you took out a whole character. He was himself. He was just himself. Yeah, just me, only more fucked up than, than I already am. He was a <laughs> Yeah, you should have just did the Slamborghini yeah. voice the entire time. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh my god. Exactly so many you think I'm a cop? You, I'm gonna punch a hole in the yeah. <laughs> I was like trying to keep a low profile though because because you can fuck up like real hard. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like if, like if they know. You blew it. You blew your cover. Yeah, if you blow your cover, like it's easy to blow your and blow your load. That too. <laughs> Ryder, I was gonna ask. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if he's got <laughs> one, but I was going to ask what your favorite new Drizz rap was from last week. Wait. Oh. Oh, the ones that he, that um, Drizz did for David? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hi, Drizz. Yo, what up, girl? Um, <laughs> fuck, what? Oh, it was the... um. There was necrophilia. Oh, the necrophilia one. That was young. Necrophilia. That one won. Yeah. Yeah, that took <laughs> yeah, me a but... couple years to come up with. <laughs> yeah, the necrophilia. I'd forgotten about I loved, that. I loved that fathers, but Granny Panties was my fave. Yeah. Okay, Granny Panties was mm. probably my next fave. But yeah. Yo, Granny Panties was based really on good. life. That was like Granny Panties was like that, that was, was truer than most life. of the other ones. The other ones were kinda true, but I stressed the truth a little bit, but not Granny Panties, like that was my life. Do you I actually, I really liked the granny panties one because granny panties are like an actual thing that any girl can wear, but you went straight to grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because it like... Like there's some there's some history there. Yeah, there's because I used to there. because <laughs> I used to sniff my grandmother's panties. So like that's granny <laughs> panties. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. Chris, <laughs> do you have a uh, rap for Ryder? Yeah, I always have a rap. Well, it's Valentine's Day, so oh. I wrote a special Valentine's Day rap specifically for you. It's called uh, it's called Ryder. Will you be my Valentine? It goes like this. Can I get a dope beat? Uh, who's got a beat? Uh, let me see. Let me see. I don't got a beat. I'll get a beat. All right. You got beats, man. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got mad beats, bro. You got more beats than, than, than your body has room for. <laughs> I got more beats than uh, the, the, the fucking supermodel. Yeah, I don't like beats. They're nasty. <laughs> All right, let's see. What do you want? Here we go. Uh... You want 80s AF? Yeah. Or here, here's, here's one. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. You need 90s, man. <laughs> I don't have the 90s, bro. I think it's just... Yeah, it's all right. The 90s suck. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, you offended me, man. <laughs> oh, god damn. Okay. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat over here waiting for this. Here it is. This is some slick shit. Mm. Yeah. This is Ryder. Will you be my Valentine? Yeah. Yo, Ryder, what up, girl? This is the Drizz, and it's like February. And you know what? Valentine's Day falls on February, and we're on that day. What up, girl? Yeah. Well, I was just wondering, because I'm kind of single, and I'm not seeing anyone. Just today. I see a lot of girls on other days, but I'm not seeing anyone today. So I don't got a valentine. So, Ryder, will you be my valentine? I'll buy you, like, a box of chocolate. But, like, the good kind of chocolate. Yeah. Not <laughs> He's gonna get you the Russell Stover shit. <laughs> He's gonna get the Russell Stover this time. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> wow. Did, did that do anything for you, Ryder? Thank you, Dress. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. He's a sweetheart. Yeah, You're I'm only so sweet, sweet on this day, though. I'm usually not. You know, usually not any other days during the year, just during Valentine's Day. That's like the sweet That's dress. That's the only day you, haven't, you don't have a girl? Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're all kind of busy on Valentine's Day. 
<laughs> you might want to think about why that is. Because they're with Wavy. Yeah, bro. Y'all fuck that guy. I appreciate my surfing skills, bro. That was so sweet, Drez. Thank you. That's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Ryder, uh, what's your favorite Frankie in the Drez so far? Oh, I really loved when you guys called out that guy for being a scammer. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, no, but my most favorite one, my most favorite one was the gardener. I love oh, that, that was great. Guy. That gardener? Yeah. The gardener was great. I liked him, too. Slambo loved his cucumber. He showed, me, he showed me how to make brand new cucumbers. And my, my cucumber garden's really good now. They're really stiff and rigid. <laughs> are, you, are you growing cucumbers now with that well, guy's you gotta, advice? You got to talk to Ron Burlington. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know. Where's Ronnie? I, I was growing some awesome cucumbers, man. You should come home. I'll make these guys a one. salad. So great. <laughs> <laughs> and last week, that guy, my that guy last week, he did say he was, he was he, lying to people, and then I called him a scammer, yeah. and he's like, oh, it was a scammer, he scammer goes, no, everyone. you said that, not Mary. Like, no, you yeah, said like, it. people on TV who sell things always lie, he and whatever, that, and like, then you guys are like, well, did yeah. you give people their money back? And he was like, no. <laughs> and no. I love that you called him straight out, like, yeah. what the fuck, you're scamming people, and he, he got so offended. guy's got a fucking Riddler costume. He was getting pissed off, I think, and I kept calling him the Riddler. Yeah, like, yeah, I love that. Yeah. You were antagonizing it with Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking great. Uh, you guys are great. <laughs> you're great, Ryder. I can't believe you've done 21 fucking Ryder reacts so far. Oh, wow. It's been I know. Mm. I can't believe we found that many good words. That's it. I was talking about earlier, like how hard it is just to scour that site and uh, about it's the app. So tough. How I got the app thinking it was going to be a much better mm -hmm. thing. No, it's it's worse. It's worse. No, than just that app is bullshit. Yes. It's horrible. Oh, they're, they're <laughs> so so fucking bad. But I know I can't believe it's been so many. Yes, yes. Yeah, Ryder. I was wondering if next week you would do my Urban Dictionary word is called frizzle. It's when you fuck the drizz. Yeah. <laughs> like when a guy fucks the drizz. Yeah, it's when anybody fucks the drizz. You're just uh -huh. you just say you got frizzled. You got fucked by the drizz like or the drizz like got fucked. Well, this is gonna be like you know how like some of them have different like de uh, definitions, uh, so it has yeah. like multiple meanings. So yeah. the drizz has fucked and been fucked. Frizzled yeah. the drizzle. Frizzled. <laughs> from from shizzle, I don't know if it's drizzle. gonna get accepted because Urban Dictionary's system is so like prestigious that you saw not everyone can get through. I, I sent you exactly what I saw what I sent Dude. and they said my sentence didn't oh. go with my definition, right, Ryder? <laughs> Bullshit. Yes. I scour through so many crappy things. Yeah. Yes. Like there's so much political stuff. Yeah. There's so many of like you said earlier of like this girl's random name and yeah. it's like this is the hottest girl. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's we had shit. our fucking but friend uh, Eddie White got his name on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah. Really? It was actually kind of funny though because it was like I don't know when when like you ignore a girl or something it was called Eddie Whiting them. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie White. Oh my god. <laughs> he's, Island made it. He's like an yeah, awkward like, he's the best awkward person ever. Like he he's just great. <laughs> So great with being <laughs> anyway. oh, oh man. Well, I had a few words for you guys. I don't know if we have time though. We got a few minutes. Yeah? Yeah. 
because I always give you guys the definitions and then my reaction, but I have a few things and I wanted to know if by the name of it, you guys could guess what it is. Ooh, Ooh. okay. Okay. So the first one is Cocket Launcher. Cocket launcher. Cocket. What are we? We have to figure out like what the definition what the, would be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is it? What's gotta, the definition? It's got to be like a penis pump or something like that. I was thinking That's like. I'm thinking. Somebody's asshole. <laughs> Somebody's asshole. <laughs> no. Yo, I know what it is. Cocket launcher is when you light your balls on fire and then you run into the girl like dick first. Yeah. Ah, I like that. Ah, pretty good one. Now it's when you fuck a girl so hard, she flies off your dick. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good, Ryder. <laughs> okay, the next one is Angry Penguin. Ooh. The Angry Penguin. Uh, Slambo knows. I, I say I've it's... heard this. I don't know what... I don't remember what it means, so I really uh... <laughs> Say when you fucking squeeze a girl's nose and you just, like... Jizz in her mouth. You're fucking gotta, jizz in her mouth. Yeah, you fucking pinch her nose really tight like a beak and then it's snap It's gotta be it. something about jizzing in the mouth. Yeah. Nah, it's gotta be like something with the ass. Like, you're oh, yeah. like ass fucker oh, girl, yeah. I think. Or like the dick or something. It's like she starts you're walking you're like a penguin. slapping her in the face yeah. with the dick. Or She's waddling. Like that, She's gotta be like waddling. so dirty. <laughs> you're all wrong. An angry penguin is when a female is performing oral sex on a male. And just when he's about to get there... She gets up and walks away, leaving him alone and aroused and with his pants around his ankles. And the man waddles after the female like an angry penguin. That's, a good <laughs> That's really good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, do I have time for a couple more? I was going to say, yep. I think we have time for like one more rider. Okay. Mm, okay. Chewbacca lips. Hairy pussy lips. Chewbacca Mm-mm. Really? It's Chewbacca has teeth. Uh -huh. There's 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 something sharp going on there. There's there's, there's pointy pointy bits or something. Pointy like, bits. Slambo said pointy bits. There's hair and pointy bits, but uh, that that that's that's all I can. There's like teeth in her pussy, like you're eating her out, and like your fucking like beards on her pussy, but your teeth fell out inside her. Is that what you're saying, Slambo? Maybe. Maybe. No, but that's repulsive. Uh, it's when a girl is. It's, it's when a girl's so loose she caught ten dicks before high school. <laughs> that one's not as good as the other one. It's interesting. I like mine. I like mine. It's Lambos. I like that collaboration. Crystal <laughs> meth has to be involved. Fuck, I wish we had time for more. I wish we did. I, had some uh, I know. One more. One more, Ryder. Give us one more. Okay, the parrot. Ooh, the parrot. When she's on your shoulder, like squatting on your shoulder and takes a shit. <laughs> Ew. Or a piss, a piss. I think I would pick that We're one. We're gonna keep this PG. She take a piss <clears throat> on my shoulder. <laughs> That's not PG. No. It's, a... it's when a woman continues to talk after having sex, oh. and the only way to shut her up is to throw a blanket over her so she'll go to sleep. <laughs> or there's another definition. Or it can also be when you're done having sex with a girl and she's sitting on the edge of the bed, putting her clothes on. And you stand up and you put your junk on her shoulder and ask her if she wants a cracker. <laughs> I like that. I love that, Ryder. <laughs> You're fucking great. <laughs> that was amazing. Where can everybody find right. you, Ryder? 
Um, well, everyone can find me on Night Flirt. Um, I'm also on other platforms. I'm on IWantClips.com and also ClipsForSale.com. And obviously on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yo, Ryder. Thank you. Yo, Ryder. You be frizzling yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> Frizzle the drizzle. <laughs> yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, Ryder. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. See you, Ryder. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. All right. Hey, Slambo. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to read a sweet graphic novel about a 17th century kid whisked into a mysterious world of the occult, intense danger and excitement? Oh, yeah! Then look no farther, my friend, and go to the Voyager. And go get the Voyager, written by Jeff Sturge and illustrated by Nick Marinkovich. Where do I find it? Go to... Yeah, uh, Gern, Gernica Editions, G-U-E-R-N-I-C-A-D-E-D-I-T-I-O-N-S.com or Amazon.com. That's a lot easier to find than Gernicians. And order the Voyager, and that's spelled V-O-Y-A-G-E-U-R. Don't care, baby, I'm ordering that right now, yeah! Fuck yeah. You're listening to the Robin Slim Show. I'd rather be ass fucked by a huge log. On the air. We are live, motherfuckers. Such a great fucking show. Oh, yes. Such a great Valentine's Day. Yeah. It's the bestest Valentine's it Day. Is. It is. Is the Robin is. Sh- Slim show. The Robin Slim. Yeah, who Slim. wants to get frizzled tonight? <laughs> the Robin Drizzle show. Frankie the Drizzle. I love that you said that. That's like the perfect like radio show. Yeah. I'm like it is. Like that's like morning show. Like you can hear like lasers coming in. It's great. Robin Slim show. Hey, how's it going, you guys? This is John. How's it going, Rob? How's it going, Slim? What's going up, John? Great. John Quayar from Potential Problems. Oh, cool. Hey, that's right. That's right. What are you guys up to? I guess you're podcasting. That's pretty obvious, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, live live casting. And we got our, our good uh, executive intern, Slamborghini, in the studio. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Lamborghini? Slamborghini. He did a, a power hour. Uh, I think it was uh, one of our first years, probably yeah. our first year. And it was called Slam Time. So every minute... Um, another guy that was on the show at the time screamed slam time and he had to take a shot of uh, beer but it was also um, there was all kinds of evil mixed there in with there was fucking uh, moonshine in there moonshine. and then there was a four loco oh, shit. and dude he was so drunk he just slapped the wall and put a hole in it and from then on, I just called him the Lamborghini. Yeah. And if I ever do get a Lamborghini, which will never happen, oh, but, dude. but if it does happen, I will put that on my license. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. Well, I, hey, you know what? I'll cross every appendage I can cross to try and get you that Lamborghini. I'll keep for you, all right, pal? We got we to, gotta, like, kickstart that. We got to kickstart yeah. that. I don't care if it's, like, a junked one. I don't care if it's been in a fucking fire. If it's, like, an 80, like, a 1981 model. <laughs> I don't care if it has a crank on the front of it. He's getting this fucking thing. Oh, hey, I could probably get you a Lamborghini, but you'll have to get rid of a dead hooker in the trunk. Uh, oh, trunks, I guess, in the back seat. All right. 
<laughs> That's acceptable, John. There's plenty of That's marsh. Acceptable. There's plenty of marshland around here. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have your people talk to my people after the show. That way we can set up the exchange. Did you guys already cover uh, Rob's eye injury? No, I talked about it earlier, but I had planned on talking to a couple guests about it. But I, I, you're you work in the medical profession, right, John? Oh, yeah, I've been checked for many STDs. I don't know if that uh, qualifies me as working, but sure, I've been there. Yeah, dude, the eye, I got a fucking, like, a corner of, like, a real thick piece of paper just right into my eyeball, bro. Oof. Oh, that's sucks what uh was your did you have to go to the er or what's the protocol on that yeah i went to the e, e, to the er and i got some drops some antibiotic eye drops uh it feels oh good i was gonna say if, the, if they gave you cum drops that would not accomplish the healing that you're looking for but i <laughs> antibiotic drops those, those are good dude uh woke up today it feels perfect feels perfect like i was expecting like yesterday even after it happened like it felt like somebody punched me as hard as it could in the in the eye dude it was fucking gnarly yeah no sh well i'm glad your eye is all better was it really red and shit one one little part of it like in the bottom corner was like real red and that's pretty much gone through yeah, too. it doesn't look that bad eh? yeah yeah no yeah but what about your eye <laughs> <laughs> It's it's awesome today, bro. Dude, and I was like well, overtired. Like I hadn't I wasn't even able to sleep the night before. All I was looking forward to was going home and just laying down and then doing show prep and then I spent spent the whole day and the whole after work in the ER and all that shit. It's it was rough. It was How long rough. did it take you to get seen? Not not long at all, dude. They were surprisingly amazing. Uh the girl that checked me in was telling me to sit down. And the person coming out to get me was right there. Like, I went right in. Oh, oh. yeah. Holy shit. I'm going to move to where you live just so I can go to the ER. Dude, that was amazing. And same thing. Once I got there, then it was uh, the people, like, doing the insurance. And then it was and then it was the doctor. It was, like, one after another just instantly came in. It was crazy. I was maybe there an hour or two, tops. Oh, well, what'd they come into? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, well, shit, I'm glad your eye's all better. I uh, I, I, I <laughs> just got back from a run, actually, so I was naked up until about 30 seconds before I called you. Whoa. So you were running naked? Yeah, try not to pop a boner. <laughs> it's already Too popped, late. man. Too it's, late, It's raging John. right now. <laughs> John, give us, like, two seconds. we got to shut the door. My, my cat was outside, and he just he opened just the opens door. opens the door by himself, I guess. In, so. He knows that. Real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's that, John? You went running, dude? I, I went running. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is to run. I like to run, but I like to get really high before I run. Can you uh -huh. say Can you say getting really high on your show? Yes. Is that allowed? I didn't think that would okay, be conducive to yeah. running, though, bro. I figured you just want to like eat. That a makes sandwich. me very lazy, <laughs> hungry. <laughs> hey, dude, I thought the same thing for the longest time. I I thought it was crazy, and then I had some friends tell me, you know, that they like to get high, and then and then lift weights because they zone out. And then wow, I've heard yeah. other people talk about it. And then I started reading about, you know, those guys that run like 75, 100 miles a day, like in those crazy uh, ultra marathons where they have to get like 200 miles in in three days or some shit like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. those guys, apparently some of those guys uh, find that uh, those those long runs are, are 
are easier if you're high. I'm wow. paraphrasing here. So yeah, the one day I decided to get high before I ran, and holy shit, man, it's it's a it's a whole new world, my friend. That's it's, what I was gonna say, though. It's like, amazing. I remember back in the day when I did smoke. I haven't in many years, but when I smoked good shit, you got energy. You were more creative. When you smoked dirt, then yeah, you were you were tired and shitty, but. Yeah, well, apparently they have two different strains, right? Right, the uh, the indica and the the sativa, I believe. <clears throat> yeah. And, and well, I'm yeah, I'm no expert, but apparently one, and and I couldn't tell you right now in the moment. And my friends will tell me later after they're done listening to this. They'll say, "You dumbass, it's this one." But one makes you like high, like body high, and makes you lazy, and the other one just makes like your mind high. I don't know. I think it might... it's, it's something like that. So oh. I'm guessing it has to do with the strain. I couldn't differentiate. Wow. I just yeah. blaze up and then run. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. It might be yeah. actually Hey Rob, how how long has it been since you got high, man? Like what 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 uh what was the age when you stopped at? Probably like my late 20s and I'm 41 now, bro. What why did you stop? Was it just taking all your time? It got boring or just, Yeah, just I got old, got old and yeah, I was like, I don't know. It was expensive like every now and then I've taken a hit or two, but yeah, like it's just, it's just yeah, not the I, same I, I, too, I, like yeah, well, I don't know. Do any of you other guys smoke smoke pot over there, or? Yeah, I I, I do edibles. I indulge. I do edibles sometimes. You know. Slamo. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I, you what's know, your favorite thing to do if you have an edible? Like, what's your activity, man? You know what? I like to listen to music or watch like some like trippy ass movie. That's that's that is what I like to do. What's a trippy ass movie you like, watch when you're high? Oh, like, like any kind yeah. of sci-fi. Movies. I used to love watching uh, what's that? Natural Born Killers. I used to love watching. Yeah, yeah, like, oh yeah. That was one of my, and that's a movie you'll pick something up different every time watching. Yeah, yeah. It's a creepy movie. Yeah. Too. Crazy, crazy. Well, and and the way Oliver Stone shot that, the way that they have those those scenes, and I know there's a, a specific style, a name of that style, but how they have it in between the scenes, they'll have these cut scenes, these real quick cut scenes where it, has. Uh, it creates or establishes a mood. You know, so like there's that scene where Mickey is thinking about how his dad died, and all of a sudden there's like a headless corpse with with blood shooting out of the neck, yes. and it's just for a second. But you're just like, whoa, that meant something. I don't know what, but it fucking meant something. Yeah. And then like Rodney Rodney Dangerfield's role in that movie, oh. like it was it was the only movie where like there's two. There's one scene where they're just cutting to like they're talking to those random people on the street about Mickey and Mallory, and there's. One couple they're talking to that are dressed exactly in the same clothes as Mickey and Mallory are in in one of the scenes in the movie. Like, it's crazy, crazy. Oh, yeah. Or like hey, you said, I didn't mean to hijack uh, the, the, the segment, but I, I, no. I love talking to you guys. And I since I do it so rarely, I love to ask you guys questions because you guys are fucking amazing. I'm a huge fan. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I was gonna say, I, yeah, man. we were talking to Alan last week, and uh, the one thing that was that pissed me off was the regular radio thing, like how the guy wanted money after two shows. Yeah. Like, what kind of racket is that? <laughs> <laughs> but it, he said you guys. Well, were, you know. Oh, sorry, John. Yeah, but, I was gonna say. Oh said, yeah, I was just gonna say that it was a spot where kind of like it fell into our lap. Someone was like, "Hey, yeah. uh, this douchebag really needs 
some someone to fill airtime, and yeah, I could get that. you guys a spot. Yeah. And so that was that was really cool, you know, on terrestrial terrestrial radio and all. But the thing about that is, it, it wasn't a real secure, you know, spot. <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of security to it, as far as the the length of the deal or what was going to come out of it. Yeah. Our friend who had the best of intentions. He is a super nice guy, super talented. Cam, he's our producer. Yeah. He, uh, he, w- he, this was his first dealing really with anybody in, in the business world on that end. And uh, to see the, the guy who owned the radio station was like a uh, 30 something, 40 something year old guy, you know, like kind of like my age, you know, old as shit. And uh, <laughs> for him to kind of like uh, deal with our buddy Cameron the way he did, I felt he kind of, he kind of took advantage of him uh, from what I from from the stories that I heard, yeah, because it sounds so like Cam did a great job. To like, another, yeah. getting that going, like that sounds amazing. Like, yeah, I would jump on that. I would jump on that. Yeah, definitely. Now, I mean, when you can't, gosh, it's hard because you think like obviously, like our first thought was, what could we do to like make a splash and make people like wake up the next day and be like, oh shit, did you hear what happened on that station? Yeah. Well, there's not a whole lot you can do without getting your ass thrown off. That you know, and there's also the very first show. Like I, I kind of when we first went live, like it's kind of like you're nervous. Even like I, I heard O and A years ago talking about it. Like when you come to a new station or new place you're you're kind of like nervous like for some reason so yeah like it's, it's hard to just definitely. come out with the bag it's like the whole industry <clears throat> has been taken over by fascists pretty much by by <laughs> they want to like by sponsors everything is, yeah. is sponsored well like, it's like a corporate like yeah yeah that happened in the 90s yeah, well, with music too like if if nirvana was selling records every band had to sound like nirvana yeah, like yeah. that was like silver chair <laughs> like, yeah yeah. Now, and and the radio thing is a weird is a weird thing because it's changed so much. It's changed so much. I mean, now this was on an FM talk radio, which was a conservative station. So we knew that you know right off the bat the things we were saying. You know, depending on how much we got to say, might you know create a stir or something. Uh, I mean, our first show we got zero calls, <laughs> and yeah. even though I mean we we had a bunch of people listening, at least you know our friends and such. But we were hoping we would get at least one call. Our second call, our second show, we did get a call, and I don't know if Alan told you about this, but it was just some guy saying we sucked and we should put on uh, uh, what is that the, the overnight one about all the strange shit? Air America, not Air America. What's the uh, oh, the guy co- who tells all the crazy coast uh, Art Bell or shit. something? Co- Coast to coast or something? Coast to coast. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, you guys should put on coast to coast. And we're like, what? Yeah, I think Alan said but, somebody um, called to tell you guys suck. I think that's, I think he did say that. That's. Yeah, we. I mean, we. I wanted that guy to stay on the line just so we could talk to him, but uh, he just kind of hung up. I would want anyway, that clip. Long, I, would, long... I would want that clip of, that, of him saying that. I would play that all the time. <laughs> oh, dude, it's in our intro. Yeah, it's in our intro for the for the podcast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Problem is, and and you know, after after looking at it, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but after looking at it, you know. Uh, it was exciting. It was cool. I mean, we got to do a whole two shows, so like three, was it four or six hours of radio? But after after doing that, and and maybe would have we could have gotten to a more comfortable place. But after doing that, and then jumping back to the podcast, which we wanted to continue to do regardless. Yeah. Uh, 
it, the podcast is just a lot more fun. There's yeah. so much more content you can put on there. I mean, if we had like a cache of callers and we were, we were taking a bunch of calls and we had a pretty, or at least even a, 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 a the beginnings of, of a following, then I think we could have done a lot more. But with two shows and just barely putting your toe in the water, you're not going to know which way the current's going. So nah. it is kind of just an experience builder for us is the way I looked at it. Yeah, it's still, it's like, I was just thinking too, like it's something that goes into your archives. It's something you did. It, it's it's pretty fucking cool. Pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's a cool story. Yeah. It, it's pretty cool. I, yeah. I did get to take a dump in the building, so I eh, can't ask for more. <laughs> I hope it was in like the waiting room, like right in the in the front of the station, like the, the little uh, No, the it couch. was in the planner, yeah. Oh, so. that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. But, um, I was going to ask, uh, was it was it Alan years ago who sent us a commercial because of the the meth uh, abuse in in uh, Albuquerque is that is that still going strong? Oh yeah. <laughs> there's you know there's I'm still there I'm sure there's still mess. In fact, I bet you if I drove down to a certain part of town and looked for about ten to fifteen minutes, I could probably find some mess pretty quickly. Wow. So it's it's still a thing here here yeah, in Albuquerque. Sweet I mean, Christmas. not to get into too much history, <laughs> yeah. but I used to hang. This is no no bullshit. Uh, I used to hang out with people that would smoke meth and, and, you know, we used to get together and smoke crack together every once in a while, but uh, <laughs> that was back in like the nineties. Yeah. And uh, so, and, and I notice anytime I, I tell a story where it's, where I, somewhere in the story, I say, yeah, we were smoking crack one time. There's a lot of people that just, they're like, wait, when you smoked crack? And I was like, oh yeah, just a couple of times. It's not like it was a daily thing, but I wanted to try everything. And uh, it wasn't until years later when I was older, I realized like, well, when you were 19, hanging out with people in their 40s smoking crack, that's not exactly the greatest social situation, you know? <laughs> I'm just like, you, you're young, everybody makes mistakes, everybody tries things, but those people in their 40s, they were the, they're, like, that's the most disturbing part to me, that somebody in their 40s was like, I gotta light this stem up. Yeah, like, and then they fuck. would give it to like a nineteen-year-old. Like, yeah, that's like so nineteen-year-old yeah. here. Let's let's. Do you want to smoke some of this? Like, wow, wow. Well, here's here's a good crack smoking story. Uh, one time, <laughs> me and my friend, me and my buddy Pablo. Pablo was a, a bigger guy. He was about six foot one, two twenty. Wow. You know, big for New Mexico. And uh, we were we were smoking crack in this trailer one time. It was an abandoned trailer that uh, our friends used to party in. I know, high class. Try not to be impressed. We did that. With a house. And, uh, We're in high school. We had a house. You did what? We had a house that was for sale, so it was empty, and my friends used to break into it and party. Yeah, just party all kinds. Yeah. Did you guys trash it pretty good, or were you guys? I never went. It was like right before I started, like before I started drinking and all, so I never was there. But yeah, from what I heard, it was pretty, pretty fucked up. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was kind of like one of those places. And my buddy, he, uh, he took this huge hit of crack. I was like so impressed that he took the hugest hit of crack I've ever seen yeah. and he blew it out and it was this gigantic crack plume of smoke. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. And immediately he pitched forward and fell right into a piece of furniture head first. <laughs> wow, I have so, a, a story that kind of goes with that. Um, 
We were smoking pot at one of my buddy's houses. Uh, we went up north. I lived down here at the time. And my friend wanted to go up and meet and meet one of my friends because uh, he was a DJ and he wanted to do that. So we went up and we started we started smoking pot. And my one buddy up there started talking about he was in a club in, in a rave the week before. And he said he was doing all these drugs. He was doing coke. He was doing K. He was doing everything. And then he fell face first into the floor. And that was the last thing he remembered. And <laughs> this dude that was with us. Like as we're smoking, uh, as we're smoking, I think a, a bong. He stands up and he falls flat on his face. So I thought he was just being—I thought he was being a wise ass. So my buddy George was like, "Give me what he's having," and I'm like, "Get the fuck up, motherfucker!" So I kick him in the stomach, and then I realize his jaw starts clenching, and Uncle, like he's having a seizure, bro. This guy's having a seizure. Oh, like shit. his jaw's going like, <sighs> and I'm like, "Fuck! What are we gonna do? We're gonna drop him off at the hospital?" And I'm going back. I'm going back down south. We'll, we'll just dump him at the hospital. And then, like, a minute later, he came to. But then... No shit. He said he was nauseous. So he's like, can you can we go home? And I was like, yeah. And, dude, the ride home, like, every 20, 30 minutes, I had to pull over on a two-hour ride so this guy can get out and throw up. It was, it was really, really, <laughs> really weird. Like, I just wanted to get home. I was, fuck. I was embarrassed. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, those, I mean, you got to be careful how you party. I mean, yeah. you, you, have you guys ever been a fan of PLC? No. P is in Paul, L is in L, and C is in Charlie, I guess. PLC. You guys never heard of that? Have you no. Seen no, I don't know. No. It's nothing... It's nothing fancy. It's just parking lot cocaine. So oh. <laughs> it's the same as re- <laughs> it's the same as regular cocaine. Only it's done in a parking lot. <laughs> it's a lot safer than oh, yeah. doing it at a party. If you need to move, you can do it at any time because you're in a vehicle. Hopefully, <laughs> unless you're sitting on a curb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know. I mean, those are those are all things that I used to do when I was younger, and and, and it's funny because you don't think about the consequences of some of that stuff. And then yeah. the years pass by, the things build up. I mean, I had to quit smoking cigarettes about two years ago because uh, I think it was my dentist. Yeah, he, he uh, I came in one day and he said, uh, came into what, am I right? No, I, I came into his office one day and he said, hey, John, do you like your teeth? And I said, yep. And he said, well, you better quit smoking. <laughs> so I had to quit smoking cigarettes, man. It was weird. Well, fuck your teeth up, yes. Definitely, definitely. I've had a lot of dental work over the years. Um, I still smoke like a dog. Oh, yeah, and that shit's expensive. Like, when you're young, you're like, ah, whatever. Parents will pay for it. I'm in my my teens, whatever. But when yeah. you get older and they're like, no, this is permanent shit. You're yeah. going to have to pay for this, and this will be in your mouth forever, you know? Yeah. Yup, dude. It's it's, it's one of the hardest things. I, 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 it's the only thing I can't quit. I've quit everything else. I even didn't drink. Well, I didn't yeah. touch a drink for, like, almost a decade at one point. My back. And, uh, like, I, I've just never been able to not smoke a cigarette. Dude, my back teeth are hey, going guys... bad, and I'm not even no, a go smoker. Ahead, sorry. Oh, yeah. My back teeth are going bad, and I'm not even a fucking not smoker. Not even a smoker. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's so, crazy. Dude, teeth are yeah, fucked have up. Have you guys ever had wisdom teeth taken out? Yeah. All four guys... at once. I had all, all four, four at once, once John. Once. Yeah. It was gnarly. Oh, shit. I usually They want to do that to me. Time. Yeah, in the next few months, they said they got to take two out of the bottom uh, bottom uh, wisdom teeth. Like, they got to take two out of there, and they got to take one out of the top. My and, dad... Uh, it's going to be... Yeah. 
It's gonna be a bitch. My dad never had yeah. them out, but he had one that was, it never came out. Like it was still under the gum and it still like rotted and went bad and caused like a cyst under his gum. And he had to have it like surgically removed. Like, well, that's how they do uh, a wisdom tooth anyway. But he had to have like extra surgery done. Like it was really rough on him. Like, so even if you don't have them out, you could still have a problem. And it cost him a lot of money. Big. Exactly. So I'm, I'm kind of dreading that, you know, yeah. but, uh, but again, that's just part of, I, I guess, getting older, which really sucks, man. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It sucks all around, all around, brother, brother, every, <coughs> every hair that falls out, every spot of, on your skin, age mark, whatever, you're just dying. You're falling apart. <laughs> have you guys, this, and maybe this is uh, too personal a question, but have you guys found that the 30s, especially after 35, seems to be the home of a lackluster boner? I still I still have no problem like with that, <laughs> but I the morning boners, I rarely get anymore unless I really have to piss. Unless I really I, have to piss, I, 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 I get, get a morning boner. I only get the lackluster boner if I've drank too much, or if I, or if I'm like nervous. Like that, that's something like, I honestly have yeah. never struggled with, like getting old. But the morning boners yeah. are pretty much gone at this point. Uh, well, I, I'm asking because I got to tell you, by the sixth time I masturbate a day, it's really hard to get it hard. You know what well, I mean? Well, yeah, then it's just limp and it's, it's yeah, it's, <laughs> you're just jerking it to jerking at that point. <laughs> you're you're yeah, coming and it, sweat. When the cum starts to get out of the tip, like it's a diver going <laughs> overboard, just like with its legs flopping over. Whoop. <laughs> How about the Driz? We have our in-studio rapper. Yeah. He, do you ever have a elect, erectile dysfunction, Driz? Yeah, nah, I don't deal with that shit, man, because I have so many fucking girls and it's always hard. Yeah. Whoa, he's a liar, dude. He can never get it up. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. I'm always here, bro. <laughs> That's his nemesis, Wavy. We got the Driz and Wavy, John. There, I can't get Yo, John, I wanted to thank you. John, John, I wanted to thank you for adding me on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, sure, man. I mean, uh, Driz, is it? Driz, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, right on, right? <laughs> have you, have you, you've got all these bitches around. Have you ever, you know, is it, is it gay to go at it with a chick with a homie? Like, I mean. Yo, no, that's cool, man. That now that's gay? cool. You got to be with your bros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to do like, you got to do stuff good, together. Right? Yeah, you yeah. got to do shit together, man. You yeah. double tap them once yeah. in a while. <laughs> yeah, you're not true brothers if you haven't fucked a chick together. <laughs> yeah. that, hey, I could get behind that. <laughs> Who couldn't? <laughs> John, we have to wrap this up, dude, but thank you so much, dude. It's always great talking to you. Yeah, man, it's great talking to you guys. I mean, it'd be great to, to be in studio with you one day. Maybe yes. if I hit the lottery or I just hitchhike across <laughs> America, I can visit you there. Who knows, maybe when they redraw the borders to our countries, yeah. you know, they'll deport me to that side of whatever it's called. We'll take you. I'll <laughs> let you live in my house as a refugee, bro. I don't give a fuck. We could get a GoFundMe <laughs> account going. <laughs> GoFundMe. Well, thanks a lot for having me on, guys. I, I, oh, Damn. and a happy Valentine's Day Ooh. to each and every one of you. You too, sweetie. Where can everybody find you? 
Well, they can, of course, find me on Potential Problems Podcast. Alan and I broadcast every Saturday live on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, they can find us on Google Play, Podbean, iTunes, uh, pretty much just type Potential Problems Podcast. You can search John Quayar, that's C-U-E-L-L-A-R, J Quayar Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're ever in Albuquerque, just uh, yell downtown, I want crack and John Quayar, and someone will come up to you and they'll tell you where you can get both. Nice, yeah. nice, brother. Yo, Frizzle, you later, John. Yeah. Thank you, Drizzle. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, dude. Have a good one. Have a good one, brother. Later, John. That was so good. So good. He's always so much fun. All right, guys. We'll be back. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. <laughs> Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting for you. Enjoy the ride. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions and just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> this is Elmo and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Hey kids. 
Show me on me where they touched you. You oh, can. Thank you. Oh, I thought I'd done tomorrow. Or is there another There's guy? some out there, but Simo wanted a oh, fresh okay. one. <laughs> I wanted one fresh from the bag. Fresh from the bag. Yeah, the bag. You like a fresh from the bag. Like it the says, it's what it could be, be. Like, <laughs> like, like the fizzle. Uh -huh. Yeah, I only come in boxes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's layers. That's <laughs> <laughs> Trident layers. Layers and layers. This section of the Robinson show is brought to you by Trident Layers. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta got Trident Layers now. <laughs> and the Driz has to say that in the commercial. What like. the fuck is Trident Layers? It's, it's a gum. Oh, right, it is. I don't... Jesus fuck. Yeah, the Driz is now sponsoring the gum. It's cum gum. <laughs> That's That could be a new Driz track, cum gum. <laughs> like the Driz just fucking just pre-cums over a piece of gum and gives it to it's a girl. Like it's got his magic in every Yeah, part. it's got his magical... <laughs> <laughs> but he's jerked off so much, you can only get a little pre out. Like he yeah. can't get a full load on that piece of gum. Like yeah, but the pre is more powerful. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what they say, bro. yeah when you yeah. jerk off like ten times a day, and then you fuck a girl, like that baby you're gonna give her is like a superhero oh, because yeah? it's, it's like, like a retard. Baby? Nah, nah, it's like the top notch. It's I like you already like your all body. The good ones out. Yeah, nah, nah. They reserve the best for last. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what Dr. Slambo for your health says? No, that's his Dr. Rappenstein. Oh, and I, Dr. Rappenstein guy. Well, I personally treat the Driz because he has the money. Yeah, I don't fucking know this I guy. I he had warts. No, nah, he's, he's yeah. lying. I, I am his STD doctor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know this guy. I What's told the worst him, STD he's had? No, oh, he's had Ziganovir. And oh. I told him he's got to stop tossing all Yeah, those I don't know who the fuck this guy is. He's I told you he has to stop tossing all those frow lines. Yo, yeah. shut up, you fucking Nazi. He's a liar. Yeah. Once, <laughs> once, once he is a sick Yo, I got Nazi. no fucking place in my place for Nazis. Once he is a sick vet Nazi. He's a neo-Nazi. You've taught him well. Uh, what's your name again? It's 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 Doctor Robinstein. <laughs> for your health, Doctor Robinstein for your health. It's so, for your health. It's for everybody's health. So Doctor Robinstein, I started this uh, a new diet, oh. and uh, what I do is I uh, I cut carbs, right? Yeah. And I'm losing some weight, but I'm having issues building muscle. So well, how do I build? So it. how do I build muscle, Doctor Robinstein? Make his ass bigger. Bro. So you needs to eat much more protein. I'm thinking like saline implants. <laughs> no, no, no. You need to. You need to eat lots of protein. Like kale? Okay. Like what's your yeah? What like kind Pasta? of protein would you recommend? Like like, like, like lots of jizz? animals protein. Once oh. jizz, like once cow jizz, because it's it's it's, it's, the, best. it's the thickest. It's the why it's, cow it's jizz? The sickest. It's, the, it's also the best protein. It's the yes. thickest you said? Yes. No, it's the thickest. Thickest. Oh, thickest. Okay. Yeah. Just like his accent. So the thicker the thicker the cum, the more protein it has in it. Yeah, and also it has to be from cows. It doesn't work. Like a human, human cum isn't enough protein? Nine, nine, nine. Who's asking? Driz or Slim? <laughs> I think the Driz is dictating so slim. <laughs> like dictator tots? Once he's dictating, once like. Mm. Yo, I am a dictator. Yeah. My new album. I'm a dictator. 
Yo, yo, this is the Driz, and I dictate over the world. I'm the biggest dictator in the world, because I got a big dick, so that's how I dictate, because you can only dictate if you got a big dick, so I'm the biggest world dictator, yeah. Fuck hater. you, you fucking Nazi. Yeah, he has a bigger dick, it's in mine field. What about Shawnee? <laughs> I heard Shawnee in that skit earlier. Oh, Shawnee has no dick. He's yeah. Yeah. Yo, this guy fucking man. creeps me out. <laughs> Is that so fun? Yeah, who the fuck lets this guy in? Uh, he just I snakes in through the window. Yeah, here's some Jonas Brothers tickets. Your uncle gives them. He gives them to you. My uncle gave it to me hard. See how Jonas Brothers tickets. That's why I take my aggression out on the trains. Should we do a bedtime story or? Are we? Should we? Yeah. Yeah, let's see us a bedtime story. <laughs> hey, you gonna page him? Lucas! Send him his... Wanna do a bedtime story? You just need one bedtime story. <laughs> he said no. He what? He said no. Oh. And I can't... Here, throw this at him. Sleep without <laughs> the bedtime story. I'm an old man now. I need... <laughs> I need extra things to sleep. <laughs> like what extra things? Like a finger in the butt? Like, 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 sleepy Lucas's bedtime stories. What's a frau line? Finger of me on some butt talks. Butt hole. What is it you, you cause it over here? That's right. My English, that's not good. It's not. It's nine good. It's nine good. Nine good. <laughs> oh, shit. That was a good, uh, S. Anthony thanked us for having him on. Ryder said she hoped it was good. I was like, it was amazing. Awesome. It was amazing. Fucking John, always, always great. Uh, Paul, Paul Ollinger was fucking great to talk to. His com his comedy is great too. Like I watched a bunch of his shit on YouTube. He's fucking funny. I just love like the one of the first two hundred fifty like employees at Facebook. That's fucking rad. Yeah. That's well, when that's he said great. 2007, I was like, yeah, that's like when I first started hearing about Facebook. And it was still kind of it. It's like you only heard it as like, oh, that's a thing that college students use. That's what it was. It was yeah. originally just for like, I think that's why Mark invented it. It was just to keep in touch with like his college friends, I think. I think so. Yeah. And like, yeah. And then within, I don't know how long. It wasn't like till like 2008, 2009 that it started blowing up. Yeah. And like yeah. I said, like I was, I didn't like it. I was so against it. I'm like, I'm not doing this. And then finally, yeah, all right, I got yeah. it. MySpace is gone. Everybody, everybody's got the Facebook. I still don't have a, a, I still don't have a, a Facebook. How, why not, Doctor Rapenstein? Driz does because they, yeah, I am all up in Facebook. Sleepy Lucas because has a fucking Twitter, bro. Zavl, He's not even doing a show anymore. Save will track your movements. Oh, you don't need track them. Like, <laughs> so you don't even have, have like easy pass? Yeah, I, I don't even have credit who's, cards. Who's trying to track you? What's that baby doing? I was thinking earlier in the week. No one trying to track me nine! <laughs> that the creepiest profession is fucking baby diapers. <laughs> yeah. Photographers. 
Like, look at these baby diaper pictures. Like, yeah, my nephew used to be a baby. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Rothenstein. <laughs> used to be a baby. We all used to be babies. <laughs> but would you take a picture of me sucking my toe like that, Dr. Is... No, I wouldn't, but, but my nephew Imagine, would. like, you go for a job, and they ask you what you've done, and you just show a book of pictures of these. Like, you... I don't know. Is it worse to be, like, an adult diaper photographer or, like, a baby? No, I think a baby diaper photographer it's is worse. He's like, like the adult diaper photographer. Like you know what you're getting yourself into. You it's know the guy's got a few on his phone too. Like he's like, this yeah. is my best work. And yeah. No, like I don't know. Look at that. Oh one. Look God. at that one. Can the audience see that one? Yeah, it should be. Like, would you be up there? Like, would you take pictures of people like that? I take pictures of old women like that. Okay. Old women. See, that's okay. They're at least they're at least. Yeah. These old Jewish women, <laughs> perhaps? Old, old women, my age. These babies don't even I know what they're know doing. Like, they're just so stupid and happy in a baby. Like, look at that. Like, fuck. What's worse, the photographer or the Sit guy down. that's, like, directing the, the photo the, shoot? The dad like, that's, like, right there in the corner, like, yeah, they're good. Like, I'm getting... Little Tommy or whatever your name is, like. There's got to be some stuck-up guy that's like directing the photo. Like the one dude's just trying to take the picture. He's like, no, no, you gotta wait. Gotta I need be, the kid to be in this position. There's got to be at Hold least on. one creepy photographer that's like, you gotta get this kid a fresh diaper. And he's just <laughs> staring and not blinking. Like this is fucking weird. This, yeah, it's like look John at that. that kid's older and he's on a toilet bowl. He, he, the one kid's on a fucking training pod. Where was it? Yeah. So only good thing big about this is that these children won't remember what ah. why are, Oh, because they're kids. I, don't, I think we got to dump out of that. <laughs> yeah. It's like know. what they say about uh, uh, circumcision, which is good. Yeah, they won't remember. So. Oh, but they feel it. They, they do. They feel it. They cry and they bleed. That's like all the doctor's patients. They cry and they bleed. But we don't do circumcisions in Germany. No, you do. <laughs> Why don't you? They do them with, like, the neck. Because just... that means you're Jew and you're Muslim. <laughs> what? Wow. I think we, we gotta get like this kind of hate speech <laughs> on our show. We need to talk to her <laughs> Not that there's like anything wrong with that, but it's just not the German way. It's, it's just not the German way. <laughs> it's not the German way either. Oh, my Christ. Robinson Show. Hey, Robin Slim, it's Ginny. Ginny. What's up, Ginny? Ginny Saraswati, how you doing? Oh, my boy. Oh, my God, boys. I got to say, I may as well stay in Australia because it's easy to talk to you boys then because there's too much happening in America that I can't get to a phone on time. jeez. <laughs> oh, You're in New York City now, right? <laughs> I am in New York. There's there's too much to do here. I'm not using Melbourne. Like, I'm not saying it's boring. But I was going to say, I thought Melbourne like, was know, happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's all happening here. It's like, I've got to run to a meditation. I'm going to do this. I'm like, I'll call you, boys. I'll call you. And it's like, there's so much to do here that it's hard to, like, you know, get wow. that time. But I'm like, no, no, I'm calling the boys today. Even though it's Valentine's Day, I'm going to I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's Valentine's Day. I know. There's a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> What's been happening? Same. Just growing mm. the show, getting getting bigger all the time. It's It's good. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, you boys are a big deal. Every time I'm on Twitter, there's like, I know when I've got 1,400 notifications, it means that you've tweeted something <laughs> with me in it. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Sometimes, like, I'll be in the middle of Follow Friday, and I'll go down to the kitchen to get something to eat, and I come back, and there's like 200 notifications. 
just from that. <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's That's crazy. awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. How's your show? Like, how, did you stop, like, when you were in transition from Australia to the States? Or did you keep going? Like, how how did that work? Oh, I kept going. You know what? It was probably a little bit overambitious of me, especially when you come from an Australian summer to the brutal New York winter. I'm like, yeah, we'll do it with a podcast. Yeah. We'll launch a new season. I literally launched it like two weeks before I landed here. So I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll be fine. Oh. But um, I, getting to the studio here, because, you know, I'm thankful uh, that I get to record in the studio here. I thought, oh, it'll be fine. But it's been a little bit brutal the, the first um, few weeks of winter in, in New York but yes. I think I've adjusted finally it's taken a while and I have a grander appreciation for clothes let's just say <laughs> <laughs> oh wow what um I was gonna say like too have your guests changed since from being in Australia like are you getting more guests from over here now or, or does that not does that not affect it no, um, I am getting a lot more guests that are American. I, look, I'm, I'm open to whoever I get on the show. I, I think I already had American guests when I was in Australia anyway. But yes, that's what I mean. You were, already, you were already more than established. You had Paul Abdul <laughs> that you interviewed. Uh, yeah. Ruby Rose. I wanted to ask you about that because uh, our friend Ryder, that's one of her uh, female crushes, is Ruby Rose. And you, you talk to her, correct? Ruby, I did talk to Ruby Rose. Look, she's like, she's a Melbourne girl. So yes. You know, I have props to her for that because I'm also a Melbourne girl. She's a water scientist. So I props to her. And I remember vaguely in my clubbing days, which for a very long time ago, I remember vaguely I did see her out at a couple of events. She was um, she was at, obviously out clubbing those few nights. So there was an event called Q&A, which was uh, Queer and Alternative, which was out on a Thursday night on Smith Street in Melbourne. She was out a couple of times, but this was before she was Ruby Rose, of course. Um, <laughs> so I she, she was great to interview. I only got to speak to her for like 10 minutes because this is around the time she was doing promo for. Uh, wasn't top model, but it was something to promote modeling, I remember at the time. And um, there was a rumor she got engaged to her then, her then girlfriend, but now she's obviously with one of the Veronicas. So yeah, so oh. no, she, she seemed lovely. She seemed very private too at the time. Obviously now she seems to have settled a um, bit more into herself and the public life, but she's very private back then. I remember that. That's cool. And are you still working in journalism? I still am. Well, the Ginny Show journalism, <laughs> which is hardly journalism because I'm pretty much writing an autobiography. But um, <laughs> I'm still actually, since I've moved here, boys, like, um, I'm actually producing a whole heap of podcasts, which is great. I, I saw that. I saw that on your website <laughs> that you produce podcasts. Yeah, no, I've, I've actually, it's, it's so much talent. Um, I'm not saying there's no talent in Australia again. Yeah. Sounds like this is a big diss for Australia, but no, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. But since I moved here, like, it, New York seems to be the podcasting capital. And, um, you know, I've met some amazing talent here that, you know, want to produce a podcast and put stuff out there. So um, that's been fantastic to, to be able to do that. Very cool. Very cool. Is that uh, taking up most of your time? It is actually, um, but I'm loving it. I think for the first time, I actually, before I moved here, I quit my day job, obviously. Um, and I thought, you know, I'm gonna go into this full time and it's now what I do full time. And I, I can't see myself doing anything else. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I heard of one of your, uh, one of your last episodes. Uh, I think your guest's name was Chris uh, Houston or Houston. Yep. 
Housen. Housen. Okay, and he's a Canadian broadcaster. He was really cool. Really cool. I enjoyed that one. He was a good. He's a good dude, Chris Housen. He actually, when I used to do a morning show in Australia, he had a morning show on in Canada on a station called Proud FM. And I remember because you know Australian is where um, sixteen hours ahead in Australia, but behind in everything else. It's kind of like the Northern Hemisphere gives us a head start. It's like you guys get a head start. You guys can catch up and we don't. Mm. <laughs> it, it's a nice gesture. So, um, he moved to Thailand to run the radio station in Phuket there. So um, we actually have never met. Oh, wow. And um, I do a brief stint on um, that t- that radio station too. I do um, the show Nights on Live. So I do the Top 40 Countdown. And we actually never met or uh, never spoke on the phone. We've been emailing for about how many years now? Three years now? And um, so that was actually the first time we spoke when wow. we did that interview, that Monday mocker. So um, he's clearly a kindred spirit. So um, it was really, really good to chat to him. He was really interesting. And I just, I couldn't believe that he's a grown man that doesn't drink coffee in the morning. Like, I was like, why? <laughs> exactly. What? Can like... you believe it? That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, too, boys, one of you wanted to meet Tony Abbott. Have you made that happen? I tweeted to him and I emailed, but I never heard. I never heard back. I was going to ask you if you know what he was up to nowadays. <laughs> God, no. I don't think. Um, <laughs> I think I said this before the last time that we chatted, but the fact that you know who Tony Abbott is yeah. in Australian politics. Maybe you should try for Pauline Hanson. Pauline Hanson? Is she, is she on his level? Ah, uh, absolutely. She, oh. She's quite... If you have been watching Tony Abbott, so Pauline Hanson is going to be like a field day. He was like the Australian <laughs> Trump, I feel. Like, he was the Australian <laughs> Trump. Like, Well, Pauline Hanson really was the only public... Oh, other than Abbott, of course. Other than Abbott, Pauline Hanson was the one politician in Australia that was excited to be invited to Trump's inauguration, and she tweeted about it. So that will probably sum up. That speaks, <laughs> that speaks volumes for itself, yes. Oh, God. I always want to say, like, I, I don't think he's going to win a second term, but I think there's a chance he could, like, just that he won the first time. Like, And when he yeah. won, I was kind of expecting him to just step away and be like, okay, I'm not ready. I can't handle this. Like, I just did it to prove a point. And I like, thought he was going to step down, but he didn't. He's just so stubborn. He, yeah, yeah. So crazy. Like, and I mean, we're not all dead yet, so I don't think yeah, he's doing that bad. Well, like, I don't know. think anything would have changed either way, but he's also dumb as fuck. Yeah. He's taking funding from, like, PBS. Like, who the fuck would even think of that? Like... Uh, and, 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 uh, what's the kids? Like, what's Snap? Like, it's like, you know, yeah. when, when, uh, kids need healthcare and stuff like that. Like, he's defunded that. Like, wow. that's just, that's kids. Like, come on. Fuck. Yeah. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, well. <laughs> like, fuck. Now I moved over here and I'm paying him tax on a spot. <laughs> <laughs> what is that net neutrality thing? Like, is that, did anything come of that? I don't know, to be honest. Actually, I did see that trending on Twitter when you boys gave me the 1400 notifications, but I didn't pay much. (laughs) Yeah, I saw it for a while. And, like, one of my buddies at work was, like, explaining it like he was, they were selling the internet to, like, one or two companies and they would charge, I don't know, like, Probably yeah. Google. The only thing I'm worried about is, that from what I've heard, if that goes by, we might not be able to broadcast at the level that we broadcast. That's one of the things, yeah. And they can make money off of us, like, type of yeah. thing. Like, which, come on. Wow. That's bullshit. That's shitty. So. Well, you know, the show isn't Robin Quinn without the both of us. 
unless they're like a paying sponsor or a heavy contributor, I don't think it's fair that they make money off the back of your content unless you're. I wonder too, like with like radio, how there's like uh, what's that when like. What's that called? The radio, like when it's not a radio station, it's like guerrilla type. You're you're out like of somebody's pirate, house. Like pirate, pirate radio. radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I wonder if yeah. the same thing would happen on the internet. Probably. Like, yeah, I would think so. Because there's think. so many people that like know how to manipulate the internet, where they'll find ways yeah. to to get around the net neutrality. Yeah. 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 Probably. What's uh the biggest thing you miss about Australia, Jenny? Oof, I've got to say, I I would say the coffee, but I, I've moved to Brooklyn. So, you know, there's all these hipster places that have opened up and there's obviously a few Australian places that have opened up here in New York, Australian-based cafes, obviously. That's uh, cool. So I was going to say the coffee, but I actually say what I miss about Australia at the moment is the sun. <laughs> the sun, yeah, you guys have summer there now, like... <laughs> Mm. It's gotta be. It's gotta be a drastic change. A drastic yeah, change. It, it it is. I miss the sun, and I, I guess I also miss you know I miss my little niece and, and my friends um, in Australia. But yeah. you know I'm actually going back in a couple of weeks because um, one of my best friends is getting married, and and my niece I want to see her too. So cool. I get to go there, then I'll be right back here, and I'll hopefully it'll be slightly warmer than it is now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, December was rough, but. This January's been okay. January and February. Yeah. Been all right. Yeah. When did your spring kick in? I was uh let's say like the end of February it'll get a little little warmer and then March. Like the third week of March what, it'll be. Once the end of April rolls in, like you're gonna be wishing it was you might be wishing it was April. You would wish that well, I mean, I mean you like might that be it was winter again. Winter right? again. Yeah, yeah, that's how I get like, Jersey and New York get hot. Humid. Man. Just humid. Yeah, it's like that sticky like You'll see it like coming off the street. Like it's it's wow it's shitty yeah, yeah. it's 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 rough yeah it's rough it's all that concrete right yes yes the heat. oh yeah I can imagine <laughs> I'll probably stay amongst the trees you'll probably see this you'll probably see the news Australian runs through New York with sunscreen and a picnic basket that would be me <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go anywhere where there's trees you're gonna hear the tree frogs just screaming too, like, oh yeah yeah I don't know like here or there like, here that- and in it's like Central Park, they're there. I have to pay attention then. They're straight up there. The street frogs. Yeah. Okay. frogs? Oh, yeah. Central Park? Yeah, there, there's there's all kinds of wildlife there. There's there, everything you can think of, like raccoons. Homeless. Hobos. Well, that spit there, on you. Oh, no, no hobos. No, that's <laughs> Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah stay, away from, <laughs> stay away from Philly. Stay away from Philly. Philly. Homeless people will spit on you. Every time I go to Philly, I get in a fight. Like, he gets <laughs> spit on by homeless people. <laughs> they don't even, like, talk to me. They just come up to me and... <laughs> he only assaults the homeless in Philly, I guess. That's what he's saying. The homeless in New York are, like, a high-class homeless. <laughs> he respects that. I've never gotten... I've never had any problems from their homeless. It's always the Philly. <laughs> Oh man! Always oh, the dregs in Philadelphia. <laughs> what uh, what's coming up, Jenny, for your next show? Can you tell us? The next show, yes. So I'm actually planning season four. I'm ripping up season three of the Jenny show. Um, so season four is coming out June, July. We're just planning a launch date, but I'm also trying to figure out. I love Monday Mocha because it obviously gives me an excuse to drink copious amounts of coffee on a Monday, especially. But um, I'm thinking if I should do that as a vlog. So um, we're trying to figure that out at the oh. moment. So we're in some planning stages. And obviously being in New York and there's 
so many people from all around the world that come here. There's obviously guests here that are at your disposal. Yeah. So um, I kind of want to see like where I want to take it, and you know, if if I need to keep drinking this much coffee to do it. Yeah, it's it's. We're just in a planning stage at the moment. I'm just really excited to see what, what's going to pan out. Nice, nice. That's a great, that, that would be a great project. That would be awesome. I can't wait. Yes. <laughs> Ginny, we have to wrap this up, but thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you, boys, so much. It's always so lovely to talk to you. And thank you so much for being so patient. No problem. Where can everybody find you? Well, where can we find me? You can find me at the Ginny Show or watch Robin Slim's tweets. I'll be in there frequently with the notifications. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, boys. Have a good night. Happy Valentine's Day. You too. Happy mm -hmm. Valentine's Day. Take care. All right. We'll, we'll be back next week, but uh, stick Stay around because uh, those other guys are going to be here in a few minutes. All right. Yeah, those other guys. We'll be back. F and D. Well, next week. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions and just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? 
hit pause on the porn, and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> this is Elmo, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Hey, kids, show me on me where they touched you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, what's going on, guys? It's Frankie and Tris getting ready. Yeah. Hey, Lars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what's up, Ronnie? Hi, uh, yo, Do you want to say hi when it gets calls and tell them to wait? We're going to play our intro? Or... Yeah, I'm just going to tell him. It's okay, you here. tell them. There's somebody calling. Yeah, well, he's just... Yeah. Now, who's this guy we got on? It's a woman, guy. you fucking sexist oh, it's, bastard. It's a, it's a lady. It's, it's the, Melissa Rorschach. She a, was in Watchmen. Oh, she was in Watchmen. Yeah. Yeah, that was like the best character in Watchmen. I don't know. I like the comedian, and I like him as Negan. Yeah, I like the comedian, yeah, too. Yeah, that was, fucker was sad. Yeah, he was Yeah, sad. I did like him as like as a comedian, but I didn't like him as Negan. But but I really like that blue guy. Yeah, he had a big ding dong. Yeah. It was huge. He had a big butthole. Yo, that's what it mine looks big. like when I whip it out. It's blue and glowing and fucking big. Yeah. Nuclear it? Yeah. There anybody ever? Is there a nuclear drift song? Yeah. There should be. There needs. It's called Chernobyl. Oh, yeah. And it goes like this. Yo, never drop nuclear bombs, but if you're going to drop them, drop them somewhere in Russia. That's how you make a Chernobyl. Yeah. I thought that was a power plant, you ill-mannered fellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I like to do I like twist and turns in my raps, you know. You're like M Night Shyamalan of sometimes, rap. Of rap. Sometimes, yeah, absolutely. Just, sometimes you just got melt down. Sometimes. Does you ever melt down on your students, Ronald? Uh, sometimes. That was a long time ago. I heard you. Yeah, can you explain to us the time that you melted down? On that boy Cheese. Well, one time Cheese was just he was just punching another student. What? He's not the retard angry like that. It was a Down Syndrome boy. I don't believe that. He was completely... Yeah, I'm against assault against the retarded people. That guy called me a retard. So I completely melted down in his face. But I loved it. And that's why we fell in love, Ron. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ready, call us, you fucking Rorschach bitch. (laughs) Yeah, who are you? You were supposed to leave. How the fuck is Rob here? Maybe they did. Maybe they did their homework. Maybe this they time. did all. Maybe they did all around I mean, the Google. It's like a Google way to find it. <laughs> they just couldn't find anything. They couldn't find. No, you literally like we we already discovered. If you Google Frankie oh, and the Drizz, before, we're the first thing that comes up. And we don't title like any of the Frankie and the Drizz. He doesn't even title them it's Frankie from and the Drizz. All the show descriptions like the Drizz sings and and Frankie Tuesday. Images. Yeah. So yeah, if you Google it, we do come up. <laughs> I'm gonna do it right now. Did I save it to the playlist? Um, I may have not. But yeah, I she was just like a fantasy writer or something. It was oh, like a just, like a Game of Thrones ripoff. I think. Just started running out of the good. Guess, <laughs> which, by good, I mean. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hello, this is Melissa Rustrak. ML, the author ML Rustrak. 
Yes, hold on a second. We're just going to play our intro, okay? Okay, okay. Let me see. I'm trying. I hit the button. <sighs> You've got it. Right up there. Give it a minute. Just right there. Just take the okay. time. It's my sound on? Yeah. Okay. Listening to the Frankie and the Driz show. Frankie and the Driz serve prison time, and that's where they first met. <coughs> They've learned their lesson and have a new lease on life and want to share their new positive outlook. Let Frankie and the Driz come in your ears tonight and fill them with positivity. Yeah, we'll put the cough button. I got a uh, call. I'm sorry. Frankie and the Drew Show, we're on with uh, Mel Roosbeck. Melissa Roosbeck, yes, sir. Yo, what's going on, Roosbeck? What do you do? Um, I'm an author and I'm a public yeah. speaker. Yeah. How long have you done that? Um, public speaking, I just got into that. And then being an author, I published my first book in 2016. Yeah, so do you like write a book about? and you read it in public? No, 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 no. My books are fantasy, but I, what I do when I do public speaking is anti-bullying and over, overcoming obstacles. I like that. I, I really respect that. I think that more people should do that. Yes, it, it's, there's a real need for it out there. Definitely. What uh, What's your book about? I have... Three coming out. It's part of a series. It is all fantasy based, yeah. and it's all about fairies and witches and furries, warlocks and stuff. Oh, yeah. fairies. Okay, I thought yeah. it was like the others. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You wrote like Game of Thrones, right? In the bar park. <laughs> yeah. I didn't write Game of Thrones, but it's in a bar ballpark i read this book one time called game of, game of bones what was that about <laughs> it was it, it was an erotic novel oh yeah do you write erotic novels no i do i don't know i, I know several authors that do but i don't yeah well our friend ronnie b he writes erotic novels sometimes he does. He lets me read them sometimes, but... Yeah, it's my game of bones. He told me if I tell anybody, he'll hurt me, because I used to write uh, horror, and I used to steal a lot off creepy pasta, and I made a guy named uh, T Tender Man, and they started threatening me with lawsuits and stuff. Yeah, you kind of have to watch what you write and how you use other authors' work. I didn't know that. I just, I'm so sorry. I, would you have another book coming out? I do. Um, my third book's coming out in March. It's the third 
part of the series right the now. The Driz, he's also, he doesn't write books, but he writes a lot of rap songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually a rapper, and I just wrote a new album that kind of like, because I usually do like real stuff. Like, it's all about like real right. stuff about like life, but I wanted to do like a fantasy, uh, what do they call it? Like an opera, like a rap opera. It's like a fantasy rap opera. Like I call it I call it Magic, Metal, and Wizards. And it's based off of one of my chapters in the Game of Bones. I wanted to get yeah. Tender Man in it. That would be awesome. He didn't yeah. like Tender Man. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you a quick example of uh, one of the songs that that's called uh, uh, Wizard and Bones. And uh, let me get a dope beat for Wizard and Bones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was this guy and he was wearing like a wizard hat and he had a really big beard. And he shot lightning in the sky and it went He shot lightning in the sky and it went and then out of the ground came a skeleton and that skeleton was made of bones and he charged the wizard that was shooting the lightning in the air that was going like and the wizard while he was shooting the lightning in the air that was going like he saw the skeleton of bones running at him and he was like oh no and he ran away because he didn't have any spells that worked on undead did you record that bro I liked it. Yeah. Is it awesome? Yeah, that's on my new uh, album, Magic, Metal, and Wizards. Yeah, yeah. He, he missed oh, that. That's he, I've heard of. He forgot to put thought. the part in where he had sex with the hot elf chick. That was not true. That, yeah, no, I don't write that kind of stuff. But I, I like to keep it PG. I like to write for the kids. I like to make it rated R. Yo, that's why I don't let you write on my yeah. albums. Hi, who's this? Hi, who's this? <laughs> Yo, what's going on, Shawnee? Can you please stop calling us? I don't know. Why Why don't they keep listening to me up in HR? I tell them I don't like this guy. HR never listens to me. I could do a song with you if I wrote a song. Can I... Can I sing it? Yeah, you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna help, but you can I, sing it. I'm just gonna have to fire that. Yo, but you can't. Okay. Yeah, you can't call after this. No more calling the show. All right. Okay, just let me just sing. I got a song, and I thought we were gonna do it together. Yeah. So Shawnee, Shawnee, did your uncle know you, Colin? Did your uncle know he you have his cell phone? I, okay, he passed out, and I took his phone. I just wanted to hang out with you guys. Yo, all right, all right, Shawnee, you started up, and, and I'll help you out, all right? Well, you but this is out. it. You gotta make but Shawnee, sure. But Shawnee, this is it. You can't call him anymore. <laughs> Don't tell my uncle, please. I, I won't. Alright, no problem, kid. Just 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 start the song off. Just sing and then don't call ever again. I'm Shawnee. I'm yeah. really, really honey. And I like your dress and I wanna hang out with you and I like guys and I just wanna be next to you and you can be up on me. My name is Shawnee. <laughs> Yeah, Shawnee, this is the Driz. I appreciate your support, and you're like my biggest fan and stuff, and that's kind of cool, but you creep me out, so you stop calling my show. Yeah. Uh, sorry. You want to hit the dumb button? Yeah, sorry about this, Melissa. I, I think he's, he's playing with himself in that toilet again. again. I'm my uncle's. He doesn't watch me enough. I need him. 
Yeah, all right. All right, Shawnee. You're going to have to hang up the phone because I don't have the ability to hang up on people. And I'm going to need you to hang up because I got a guest on the line right now. I love you, Tris. Yeah. Y'all, everybody love me. Yeah. Yo, Melissa, so are they making any movies based on your books? I would love to. Um, I have my script for the first book available on Amazon Studios and also on Inktip. So I have people looking, but no one's contacted me yet. So. Yeah, who do you want to play the main character? Who's like your dream actor to play your main character? DiCaprio. Yo, DiCaprio is oh, awesome. No, no the main like the character is female, so yeah. I really don't know any of the teenage... Scarlet, Scarlet what's her name? I, I just got to say that Vivid Video has sent me an offer to make movies out of my... Hello. Yo, Frankie my, and the Drizz, who is this? My books. Yo, it's the Hodge, man. Oh. What's going Hell? on? What's up? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I don't know what that I was. Know. This is a wrong call. Josephine? Who's, who's just on the other side? Who's there? Anybody? What just happened? Yeah, Melissa, are you still there? I'm sorry. We have a bad phone yeah, system. I'm... We haven't figured it out yet. Do people got... just, like, call in and we don't really have control over it? Enough. It's okay. I am... I completely understand. I think it was someone else's number. Okay. <laughs> Guys yell at me all the time in the call, but how are you? You just gotta be, you gotta be more quick on it, buddy. Yeah, so being a public speaker and you speak against bullying, do you incorporate, like, any themes of bullying in your novels? Um, not in my current novels, but they will be in my next series with bullying as a, as a murder mystery, but I'm also incorporating things from my own life into a fantasy, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so you were, like, bullied a lot? Like a song of jazz? I was bullied as a, from elementary school right up until yeah. sophomore year of high school. Yeah, I hear you. I got bullied a lot, too. People said, Driz, you don't rap well. And I'm like, nah, I rap good, and it was really rough. I just got bullied, too, for my lisp. But I just used to just kick him in the balls, and then I'd be sent to the guidance counselor. And then I'd tell that guidance counselor to fuck himself. Did you ever have to beat up a guidance counselor? I had to beat up one or I spit in the goddess counselor's faith one time. In jail, prison, they didn't treat me with respect. I had to to earn my respect. You don't even know all this stuff. Goddess counselors have pretty worthless jobs, you know. I liked one. Was that the one with the big titties? I know who you're talking about. No, it was a guy, you weird... Yeah, that's the one I'm talking Yo, about. Yeah, teachers shouldn't get involved romantically with their students. That ain't right. No. <laughs> no. No. No, I normally focus more on overcoming the issue of being bullied and also overcoming other challenges or obstacles. Is it okay life. to bully a bully? I, sometimes you gotta teach that guy a lesson is what I tell kids. Sometimes you just gotta give him a smack in the jaw with a That's, blunt object. Yeah, that's a good question. Do you bully a bully? No. Yeah, why not? 
because usually the bully is looking for something in their own life that they can't fulfill. So bullying them only turns them to bully someone else or come down harder on someone else. Yeah, so I don't have any kids, but if I had a kid and he was getting bullied, so what you're telling me is while that bully's like pounding his face in, he should be like, "Why? What? What? Your life is hard. I understand. Just keep hitting me." But how do you know that? Well, no. One, you stand up for yourself. Yeah. You don't just back down. But at the same time, try to figure out why. If it's verbal, try to figure out what's going on. Yeah. But how do you know? It, but what if it gets physical? How do you know that the bully is just not some like straight sociopath? Because you just can't help sociopaths. Yeah. Well, usually in students, kids, you don't have that. You develop that later, unless there's a serious chemical problem that needs to be addressed. Yeah, I, I heard there's a lot of Japanese kids. Funny. I heard Some that like Japanese kids are usually sociopaths. There's not the smelly ones. There's What about Albert Fish? He used to eat little children. I don't know, Albert. <laughs> Is he your friend? And he was just a he was just a bad seed. I don't know him. I don't What about Ted Bundy? What about Ted he was Turner? Just a, I think. He was just he was a bad denied. seed since the day he was Ooh, born. Are we? Yeah, I make sure to not plant any bad seeds. Always got to make sure they're good. You oh, like bite not. on them a little bit? I don't know if they like make like a clicking noise. Usually they're good. They're good seeds. But you know who's chalked through a bad seed? That wavy character. I don't know who that guy is anymore. He just never pay me my money back. I don't want him. He just. Borrows money, and every time I never get paid back by that money. I gave him a big amount, and I n never saw a dime of it. He might be a sociopath. Is it okay to bully somebody if you gotta get money back, Melissa? That is a personal preference. Uh, that is beyond mine. I, I don't you go gotta into that. Sometimes I'm passive. It's a lot of money I'm talking about. This guy made off with. What if you like? Where's my money? Where's my money? Yeah, like, is there any forms? Is there any forms of bullying that are like okay? Is there like a gentle bullying? I need it. I normally deal with high school. They got money. Some of those kids, their parents are rich. I have seen at this time. Done a lot of things. I'm not proud of. Yeah, but you turned around your life, Frankie, because now you're out no, of jail. No, they just don't. Yeah. What about a child molester? That's kind of a. Big... I don't know why you're talking about this. They would have killed you in prison. For and they don't deserve to be Don't do that to anybody. So. They're kind of a bully. There. You know, we need to leave. I don't talk to you anymore. I, I, a lot of times I go over overcoming challenges or obstacles in one's life. I try to steer away from being bullied because it's usually talking to the bullies because they have a challenge in their life that they need to overcome. Maybe they just need a good ass whooping. Maybe they just wanted to come. 
Yo, I I once trained in parkour, and parkour is great because you learn how to overcome obstacles. You like you can, when you did it like you can, like you can, you can vault over stuff, and you can be Voltron. like, this is this you is just Voltron this is just like a place. life obstacle. And like when you learn the techniques in parkour of overcoming obstacles, you can overcome obstacles in your real life. I wrote a whole rap about it. It's called Overcoming let, Obstacles. Let me, let me lay, let me lay no, a little bit of let let me, song, let me lay a bit of little wisdom. Yeah, I used to knew this boy. And he he used to get bullied all the time. And one time he beat the shit out of his bully, and they was best friends afterwards. I've done yeah. that. And he wrote a rap about it too. No, he didn't. Yo, I feel like like men need to beat the shit out of each other in order to become brothers. That's how you respect each other. That's how men work. That's how my dad yeah. treated me. That. And I'm a man. I grew up strong. Where's that song you wrote? What do you think? It's called Overcoming Obstacles, Parkour Volume 2. Do you need a song? I'm trying yeah, if you beat, can drop me a, a dope beat. Try to find a beat for you. I have a lot of beats over here. I like this one, I think, for this. We had intern Lucas doing the beat. No, he's not a guy fired. Uh, he's friends with Seth. I don't like Seth. Even though we're related, we, he owes me money too. So let's not talk about any of this. I got the song. It's gonna start. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, if you got a lot of obstacles in your life, you need to come up with techniques to overcome them techniques like you find in parkour let me tell you a little bit about parkour parkour is this thing that is really cool you run around the whole world and you make the whole world your playground and you can overcome obstacles if you make the whole world your playground yeah yeah so if you see if you see like a tree you can run up that tree and then do a tree like a tree yeah and then do a backflip off that tree yeah and that's just like if you were getting beat up by a bully just do a backflip off a tree and they won't beat you up anymore and you overcome that obstacle yeah yeah jump over two be- benches and a trash can yeah yeah two run on water a trash can. run on water like jesus if you practice parkour you can run over water like jesus yeah yeah jump from one house to another it doesn't matter how far they are just try it i don't care if that house is like three miles away from the house that you're standing <laughs> from the house that you're standing on. If you jump off that house and land on the other house, you just overcame a big obstacle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's obstacles on parkour volume two. Obstacle course. Amen. God bless Jesus and God bless me. Alright, Melissa, we're gonna have to wrap this up. Why don't you let everybody know where they can find your books? Um, you can find me on Amazon, M-L-R-U-S-C-S-A-K. Yeah, and, and how about your public speaking stuff? You can find me at M-L-R-U-S-C-S-A-K dot com. Cool, cool, cool. All right, Melissa, it was great talking to you. Hey, you have a good day. Hey, 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 hey.
I I'm in advance but there's no toilet paper and I got this coming out of my butt and I need can one of you guys bring me where's some a, toilet paper? We have a phone call screener. I'm so I'm so sorry. It's Frankie, I'm in the bathroom. I I need toilet paper. My my, my hands are so boggled down right Yo, now. Yeah, Frankie, there's toilet paper in the if you look up, just look above you and to the left. Like in the corner there there should be some I, toilet I, paper. Uh, I'm using my socks and I need help. Yo, that works. Yo, Ronnie, why don't you go and help him wipe his ass with his socks? All right, I'll rip that right back. Let me just get my rubber gloves Thank on. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Yo, I'll this was Frankie and the Drizz with Melissa. Everybody have a good night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she would not hang up even when I told her to leave. Like, I wrapped it up. She's, she's, she's still, she's still on, she was still on the phone. I had to, like, hang up on her. I wasn't going to, but I'm like, I took the call with you in the bathroom after she gave her plugs and she's still on the fucking phone. I'm like, why? What, the, what did you say, Ryder said? She's the first, like, in the first minute, she's like, this lady's gonna... Figure you out, hang up. No, no, she just. No, I she, feel like like the only indication you know is when she said some respect for her because she powered the only the only the only indication I got is at one point she said when you're talking to the boys and I'm like all right she's got she knows what's going on but she's like I don't know and it was a good interview because there were some good questions there were some good answers and there were some good raps <laughs> some good calls too <laughs> yeah and some good calls <laughs> that was our that I feel like that was our longest Frankie in the Driz. Yeah, and I feel like if you oh, know that, us, that's... and you're gonna be, like, calling in, like, and we're doing characters, like... Robin Slim character. Show. What's up, dudes? Reggie. What's up, What's Reggie? going on, man. Reggie? <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna call in and talk to the babe, man, but she kind of make me scared talking about bullies in public or something like that. I, I don't understand what's going on, man. Yeah, It's I just... weird stuff. Have you yeah. dealt with a bully? Man, I don't know, man. Something every once in a while, you got a bully. You got to take you got to take care of the bully. You yeah, got yeah. to know how to work a bully. Yes. You got to make a bully do the bully yeah. thing. You got to say, "Yo, bully, come here." Boom! No bully, no more. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh. I agree, exactly. Reggie. Right her, her like solution to dealing with bullies was actually like it didn't seem like she had a solution. Yeah, <laughs> like, like one of the, your lines, it was silly, but like, yeah, sometimes that's the only way somebody will respect you. She was just going to talk to those bullies. Something like that. Yeah, somebody. You know what? She didn't sound quite as cute as that little uh, Australian baby had on the old man. The Australian? Did you hear uh, the the girl earlier? I was gonna call in when she was on, but I was like, no, Reggie gotta go take care of something first, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Reggie likes the foreign accent. Yeah. Reggie likes. Oh man! I tell you what. I tell you what. The only problem, Reggie. You say hi to you cats, man, because I, man, you you thought you're gonna make it through show. Reggie not gonna call. I know why you like Reggie. He gonna call. He he been tweeting all week. Reggie mad at me. Why Reggie got to use Reggie in the third name? I, I have no clue. I, I, I it's extraordinary. It's <laughs> it happens. Rob, Rob, you can do that. You say all you gotta do is say, Rob, say this and Rob, say that, and that's what Rob think. And if you don't like it, then Rob, say go f yourself. I'm gonna yeah, do just that like that. From now on, that's gonna be my new thing. And if Slim says something, he goes. Zip. <laughs> the dude, the dude in the cap don't talk very much anyway. So he does, anyway. but know. he knows when he knows yeah. when to jump in. I know. Okay, babies, have a good one. Catch you next week. Awesome. All right, talk take care, next Reggie. Week, Reggie, we love yeah, you. Have a good one. See ya. All right, guys. <laughs> we will be back next, next week. week. Next week. Who wants to sign us out tonight? So. Uh, 
I'm going to sign you guys out because I just got to get, I got to get home. I got to feed my cats and wood of my How many cats do you have, Ron? I got like 20 cats. Okay. I got I got I got a wood of my cucumbers. You know? <laughs> How's this going for you? Oh, those are, they're, they're getting big. They're getting yeah. long. What do you enough. do with the cucumbers? Oh, I just put them in salads. Oh, okay. Chop cool. them up. I make pickles yeah. out of them. You just sign us out? Yeah, I'm going to sign you out. <laughs> so you've all been just watching the Robin Slam show. And you better be coming back next week. What about so, my show, you fucking prick? Oh, and, and the Frankie and the Drift show, yeah. of course. And uh, this is producer Ron, and I'm telling you guys better tune in next week because we got chock full of good stuff waiting for you. Yeah. That's good. Okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Hush your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh, funky pods with a fresh, funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us, sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www. Hush your face. www. Hush your face. www. Hush your face.com. 